Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Geek Shock. <laughs> no, I'm just. Uh, I'm, I'm still excited about it. I'm still planning on going. What I still have my tickets. What are you disappointed about? All his guests uh, canceled. All, all <laughs> the guests that I wanted to see, like all the panels, Nobody's have now been canceled. Nobody's coming to a fucking toy con. John Cena's. It was only the eye of zombie people. The champ is here. Yeah. No. Oh, fuck. I saw a wrestler. A wrestler. A wrestler. I wasn't going to call him wrestlers around him. What are you, Ted Turner? Yeah. No, I saw I saw one. That's a name I haven't heard in a minute. Ted Sunday. Turner. Sunday, I saw one of them. Because Sunday, you saw a wrestler. I actually ate what, next in to the one. one. You ate next to a yeah. wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> On purpose. No, I was just eating, and he sat down next to me. Like right next to you, like the next on table. the bus. Next table. Okay. Started talking Along to with some actress who was wearing very, very sheer pants. The wrestler and the... The sheer pants. The lady. sheer pants lady mm. sat next to you and started having conversation yeah. with you. Uh, not with me, but they were in the yeah, next table. So that's that's the whole thing is that you have a you well, sat next to a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was it was like a big wrestler. It was somebody that Paul would know, but I can't remember that. Oh, name okay. So so um, I had notes, but I had name. I left him somewhere. Big show, Mark Henry. <laughs> oh, this is gonna help. Bray Wyatt. This is so. It would going be to somebody who went to see Sharknado Four. It's fucking stupid. A what? Oh yeah, you went to that press. I thing, went to the didn't press, press, press thing on Sharknado Four. Oh, so he, so he's in Sharknado Four. He might have been. Everybody was in that goddamn thing. I'm, I'm still, were, I'm lost. They were pushing the hell out of Sharknado Four at Comic Con too. Yeah. Like they had performers that? in the street at Comic Con on Sixth uh, and uh, like Harbor Drive, Gaslamp area, just dancing, and they were giving out prizes. I'm you right now. Their press budget is bigger than their movie budget. I will tell Elvi you. on stilts. Do you know how much money the first Sharknado made? Uh, more than they ever expected. Tons. Tons. And, and, and continues to make money, yes. but you can bet of all that, the, that PR machine is stronger than anybody writing that script. Of all the semi-celebrities I saw that day, I think the one I was most excited about was Left Shark. All oh, left shark from uh, <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. What? I, I know. I know what left shark is. Yeah. I don't know if it's really him, but it was somebody okay. in a shark in, a, in the same kind of costume. That's cute. And I started calling him left shark. Why not? Yeah, of course. Left, left shark. Yeah. There was only one of him. Might as well be left. Made all of our hearts pitter pat. Yeah. So the closest thing you came to a celebrity was a guy you basically imagined was a celebrity. No, I talked to Ian Ziering. Okay. Ian. So, Ian, so you obviously didn't because you're pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> so, so again, there, Ian? the closest thing you talked to as a celebrity was was Ian Ziering. Then, right. well, now we're all pronouncing Ow. it right. Not, not me. I have to still be me. It's Ian Ziering. All right. Otherwise, I, I lose faith in myself. I had to look at the, I had to look at the uh, press package I sent the next day to figure out who the hell I'd met. Uh, that's uh, fun. Yeah, that's fun. And how to pronounce them? Yeah. So, so the Hoff wasn't there. The Hoff wasn't there. Um, we mistook a, the one of the producers. We thought he was one of the guys from The Thing, who was also from a sitcom. Okay. Um, the Thing, the sitcom? Oh, that I want. I want The, the thing, thing, the, the sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Only runs one season. 
Yeah. <laughs> Thing, did you absorb another crew member? <laughs> <laughs> you got a permit for those guns? I got your permit uh, right here. McCready, did you forget to take the dogs out? I think it was David Maris was the guy's name. But I saw the guy, and, and, and my friend I was with kept saying, I know that guy. I know that guy from the door. So I, was, I started like racking my brain and looking through IMDb. And like maybe like the some the part time boyfriend from a sitcom. So I started looking through and it's like one day at a time. That's Part the guy. Time and then I like started going through what he'd done. And it's like and, she was, and I saw the thing. And she was, That's where he's from. He's from the thing. And whenever I talked to us, yeah, you, you think I'm David Maris, don't you? And I get that all the time. Oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number three forty eight. I am Master Torgo. Woohoohoo! Eighties Jeff. Commander K. Fact check, Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. We're here to talk week and geek. Uh, you can expect on this episode that we will be talking about Star Trek Beyond, uh, and this is going to be the spoiler discussion when we get to it, so but be wait. prepared. But wait. But wait what? You still haven't seen it? it? That's oh. your fucking fault. I just saw it last tonight. Okay, good night. Andy, I, go I, outside. I saw it today. My backhand Asterisk. was ready, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to go, show me your It's a Wonderful Life hand? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would first of all want to thank all the shock monkeys that sent me otter videos. Oh my God, <laughs> they're wonderful. Thank you. That they, they, they does so much wonderful things to my soul. Plus your own personal otters. It's true. You you, you got me some some not only from you but uh, Ann Cow Sam Heffernan. Yeah, went to the zoo and and got me footage of an otter juggling a stone. The juggling. Yeah, stone. I saw oh, that. My God. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Personal gift. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Now, Thank you. Get a tiny little, everybody. Though. Yeah, and all I get are parking memes. <laughs> <laughs> if we can just find a tiny little t-shirt. And keep them coming. Tiny little Geek Shop <laughs> no. t-shirt and get an otter to wear one. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Todd's brain would literally explode. Oh, Todd would me? soil himself. I would be oh. sitting here watching TV and I would hear a dull thud and just see him collapsed on the floor with a so- big smile on his face. I would soil, my- soil myself and melt in the soil. It's- oh, so wonderful. Oh, now okay. Now I'm getting off. Wait, mm-hmm. wait. Deep into it, gentlemen. Besides Star Trek, we'll get to that a little later. What did you do this week? Geeky things, Yelena. Everything. Talk, talk you I did, did everything. everything. It was a very busy geeky weekend. Oh, all right. How uh, was Catan? Uh, saw Ghost Band. Oh. Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. Saw Ghostbusters. So did I. <laughs> you saw a Ghost Band. I like the idea of Ghost Band better. <laughs> I like to see Ghost. But Ghostbusters is great. I, I'm, Ghost. I'm amazed. Yeah. Making wins about it. Yeah, it was a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But I want to see Ghost Band now, too. Now you, now. you have your fucking will in order, you <laughs> stroke victim. <laughs> For shit's sake, man. I am. You are going to leave your children fatherless any moment. I am. Uh, your brain is Jesus. curdling in strokes. You don't know how close you are. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm like 15 to 20 days without medication. What are you doing? I've got a doctor's appointment Friday. Oh, but, my yeah. God, dude. That's how you do them. Yeah. Oh, you boy. put your life at risk to see oh, your doctor. Yeah. I'm trying oh. to remain very calm. Uh, fuck doctors. Oh. By the way, I had a little mole on my face. And like, not uh, an otter. You, and uh, you have 17 different types of cancer. No, Sorry. well, I had, no, I had a little mole, <laughs> and it wasn't looking great. But my dad's got a bunch of fucking moles. I've got moles on my face, and uh, I was like, eh, now I'll let it just do its thing. But then my barber was like, hey, you should probably get that looked at. And I'm like, eh, you're probably right. <laughs> I tried to get an appointment two fucking months plus. Oh yeah, and then now it's gone. The mole is gone. So I'm just like. Burrowed into your. Yep. I'm like, fuck it. I'm it's in your brain. I'm going to cancel this appointment. And then Ann's like, no, wait until at least two weeks out. 
if anything else goes wrong, if anything else happens, yeah, you. And she's right. She's right. I still got to wait another three weeks for mine, so I feel you. They got internal bullshit. Moles. Yours is still three weeks away. That's the life of the HMO, motherfucker. Mm. It's so dumb. What's it's it like so in Canada? Dumb. Do you get to you get to go to the doctors? Uh, There's a I bit of a line, but you could probably go the same day, right? <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah, mm. <laughs> but if you have something major like cancer or you need an MRI, then you wait like eight months. No, but other than that, okay. You I know. mean, my well, dog by then, like it's all done. The yeah, yeah. Here, so. either dead or you fought it off naturally. It's called hedging your bets <laughs> as, a, as a nation. It's called dying of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I went Crazy. to see that. Um, yeah, and you, jo- you enjoyed Ghost Friday. I went to see Puppet Ghost Up. Bells. Ghost Ghost Band. What was it? Ghost Band. <laughs> you fail. <laughs> fail. Ghost Band. Go- Ghost Bells. When though, you're on your road, pick up a frog, and you do Ghost Band. Who are you going to see? We're not following your train of thought band. here. Huh? I'm just, you're just, everything's wrong. Now okay. you know what it's like most of the time when you do your obscure <laughs> shit. <laughs> ghost band. Oh, the ghost bells. That's, that's nice and steampunk. Ghost bells. Ghost bells? Yeah. Mm. I would watch that movie. Ghost bells like B-E-L-L-E and they're all yeah. in dresses. Mm, yeah. 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 Okay. But that's probably, oh, that's, okay. that's probably more to the original monkey ghost bunny. I'm seeing burlesque uh, troupe. Ghost bells. Oh, okay. I've but seen then. some of your burlesque videos. I don't. I'm surprised Wait, you aren't. Andy at does the, burlesque uh, videos. The geek burlesque I've tonight. There, Andy. I've shot some. Oh, you've shot some. That's different yes. than. Where and he's my worried because burlesque supports various different body types now, <laughs> including very large. Wow. Andy. <laughs> diplomatic. The last the burlesque Ambassador show. Andy using the most diplomatic language. The last burlesque show I saw, and I'm talking like years ago, was all. Your atypical burlesque body types. Like, hold on, hold on. Are we talking like Shifting Sands from Renaissance Fair? Those types of body types? Bigger than that. Whoa. We're talking the uh, the uh, <laughs> dancer from the uh, Jabba's uh, Palace that uh, doesn't dance very well and has six I breasts. say get down with your bad self. Yeah. Right? There you go. But she was very good with the hula hoop. Oh. Skills too. Yeah. I tell you what. That's right. She has a wonderful You know how to move it right. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. So Jabba's Palace. She so moved to see, it right. Give a good goddamn. So I went to see Puppet Up and it was amazing, Paul. You're right. I told you. I uh, got to go to the cast party because the person who invited me along. Because he's Andy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she, she, she knew um, um, Grant. Grant. Yep. Grant's a guy that I met as well. He's friends with my buddy as well. And that's who I got in touch with well, and i hung out with grant for like 45 minutes well for before i mean i hung out with him for like an hour and a half yeah but about halfway into the conversation he mentioned sort of casually like, so you know you're gonna be here for a while he goes, well i'm actually gonna be out of the show um after you know mid-september i'm like oh oh why and so, oh I'm, I'm gonna be shooting uh in la i'm i'm gonna be the new puppeteer for crow there you go he's, he's crow and what i hung i hung out for like an hour and a half with crow that's God awesome. Damn it. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Grant Bakiako or yeah. something like that. Uh, yeah, he's pals with my buddy Josh, and mm-hmm. uh, we've had a few conversations on uh, Facebook. I'm trying to get him to come on uh, Geek Shock or Ice Cream Social. Um, yeah, fuck but, Geek Shock. Let's bring on Ice Cream Social. Right, <laughs> not an interview show. That's, That's where fine. he's going to go on. But uh, he's, uh, he's extremely busy, as you can imagine, this first week. Sure. So hopefully we're going to... So get him on. That'd be wonderful. I didn't realize he was going to be crow. That's amazing. Yep. And at that, that same party, I was sitting three feet away from Brian, a wrestler. No, Brian Henson. Oh shit. Yeah, and I got to see Brian Henson perform. Did Brian Henson perform the night you he saw? He did it? not. 
Okay. So, wow. Yeah. So that uh, little press pass of yours gets you everywhere, doesn't this it? This was you not just, press you pass. Just, you just show this it. They're like, oh, everyone, security, get stand aside. We have a press pass. This was not press pass. This is uh, this is uh, a friend of mine who knew some of me in the cast. And, I'm insanely yeah. jealous. Just so you know. Yeah. No. I, I'm insanely, I'm insanely jealous of myself. Um, <laughs> How does that work? Yeah. I know. But it's yeah, handy. I mean, I be. He was, you know, three feet away from me, and I there was like a half of it. It was a thing about chest height between us. So, but I could see his head the whole time, and I wasn't bugging him, you know, because he's he's talking to his friends. We're talking I, about Brian Henson. Yeah, okay. so I'm, I'm just absorbing the Brian Henson narrative. Not like a puppet the, he had or something. Uh, right. Talking about the other Andy, yeah, yeah. he's jealous of. So at the end of the night, I'm like, I'm walking out, and I'm like saying to my friend, the only thing I regret is I really should have, you know, said hi to Brian Henson, and she went her way, and I went my way. And I stop to check something on my phone. I look up, and Brian Henson walks by me. I'm like, well, fuck it. So I walk up and, you know, I said, Sucked his dick. I, I did, right there. Right there in the middle of the Venetian. Time to fuck it. Can't blame the man. It was very puppety. Um, so, so wait, you basically went up to him and said, it'd be easier if I sucked your dick? Is basically. That what's going on? Okay. And he so reversed it. Do you listen to Geek Shock? Ah. <laughs> you say, for the first time in your life, you're going to be the one felt up. Oh! <laughs> no, but I, ba- I basically said, you know, I just came to your party and it was great and thank you and the show was great. And uh, You see, when oh, they make God, a puppet, no. they usually now use I know you feel. felt cloth. <laughs> That's what they do. Get right to the heartfelt point, and in comes banana. Yeah, Rasta banana. there you go. Rasta banana. Here, here comes my heart. Thanks so much for making my childhood great. I want to suck on your dick hole. Yeah. And the funny part is, in his joke, he actually said what I said, which was, thank you for my childhood. Now comes the dick sucking. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for my childhood. Blah, 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 blah. Oh. Thank your like you wouldn't suck his dick. <laughs> I have standards. Oh, and Brian Henson's too low on your totem pole? That's right. Totem pole! <laughs> I'm about to suck your molar teeth out your dick sack. <laughs> I'm going to suck it so hard. Your molar teeth going to come flying out through your dick hole. Ping, ping, like a bullet shot. Bong. You haven't been sycophantic until you've had Henson's hand up your ass. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Oh, I like how your Rasta banana kind of sounds like uh, the Madame, uh, what's her fame, the... Miss Cleo. Uh, Miss Cleo. Oh, yeah, because yeah, she's dead now. Yeah, she's dead now. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Call me now. Oh, wait. Bet she didn't oh, yeah. see that coming. So no, me, he's the daddy. Now, motherfucker. Yeah, he's the daddy. Whoa. Oh, I'm going to turn a card. Oh, look at that card. Oh, I'm going to turn another card. Oh, yeah, he's the daddy. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I, I remember Cleo. those infomercials. So Saturday I night, those. I went to see another uh, improv thing. Oh, God. Another Take friend forever. of yours. Fuck. Jesus Ed Christ. somebody. Uh, who's a, we worked with you at yeah, Second Ed City. Goodman. Yeah, Ed Goodman. I couldn't make it because I was working. Ed's yeah. in town? He was in town briefly this weekend. He was wow. doing a he Mark, Mark Twain, Twain show. Yeah. Oh. And it's, it was cool because it's, like, it's partially one-man Mark Twain show and partially improv. So he's got all these stuff from the audience that he's going through and reading his Mark Twain and reacting to his Mark Twain. It was pretty cool. It was a great show. And I talked to him for a while afterwards. He praised you up and down. God damn it. 
Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is where he me does God. For being adept at what I do. <laughs> no, this is what's and funny. Having good, talented, wonderful friends. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky. Yep. I'm a lucky fucking guy. I know this. And apparently very talented, according to everybody I talk to. Well, yeah. boo hoo. Yeah. Wow. Look what happens yeah. when now, it see, isn't is, Andy mm. who's so fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's funny. I tell you these stories about people that you have performed with that you, have told me that you know they think you're the most talented person they've worked with, and you don't believe me. I believe you. But you're like, oh, stop. No, they didn't say that. Well, I'm, I'm like, no, yes, I mean, they did. I believe it. <laughs> okay. He's little. always believed it. And Try it's funny. Just acknowledge it. I, I actually just say, but Andy he... says it, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm the fucking best. I, 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 goddamn right. What's <laughs> well, Andy? Oh, okay. God damn I actually rights. know pathetic pieces of shit who actually don't like Paul. It's, it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> really? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. They're, they're all in this room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One's in Texas. Don't forget. Don't forget <laughs> oh yeah, don't forget yeah. that one. The long-haired right, Barry one. Barry Rob. You know. So yeah. So that was that he was. He doesn't like oh, me. Oh no, he actually, loves me. After, after that show, I went over to the Millennium Fandom Bar because I hadn't course, been. I hadn't been in a while. Oh bullshit! Were they like, we thought you died, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> it's been like well, three the, days. They did try to kill me. Um, I have to ask Andy. Do you get like five dollars for every time you mention the name of that bar? <laughs> I just love that bar. At this point, you should be their official sponsor. I, I would take that role if they'd pay me. Yeah, you're already kind of the mascot yeah, yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go check it out. This no, week I went. I went into um, Morn. I went just to see. I say hi. I get a drink, and they had the uh, the the um, innocent gun that I like. The beer that's brewed in a rum keg or something like that. So it's oh, okay. Rum it's, it's rum beer, yes. and uh, it just hits me hard. So I ordered a you know ordered that. How hard? Oh, I get I, I get drunk. Um, <laughs> it hits him so hard, he wakes up and he doesn't know where he's at. A, a pint doesn't usually hit me, but a pint of that gets me. Um, so like yeah, I, I ordered it to go, and, and he says, and I got to pay. He goes, "Oh no, 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 you're the one that we got it for." I'm like, "Okay." So he gave me the, the pint, and then he gave me comes over with the. Uh, uh, um, why, why, why are you making hand jobs? I'm trying to. It's muscle right, memory. It's Andy. They love him there. <laughs> I'm trying to do the muscle You're memory. You're friends with the great Paul Mattingly, right? He gave me a pitcher full oh, of guys. foam. He said, This is going to settle down. Drink it when you're done. I'm like, Okay. So now I've got a pint and a pitcher of foam, which when it settled down was another pint and a half. So Ooh, I was there for about four hours because I couldn't leave. A pint and a pitcher of foam. That's a sea shanty, isn't it? Yeah. Here's <laughs> uh, a pint and a pitcher, a pint and a pitcher, a pint and a pitcher of foam. <laughs> a pint and a pitcher, a pint and a pitcher, a pint and a pitcher of foam. Sing oh, yo he came stumbling into the bar looking for something to drink. The bartender said, "Here's a pint and a pitcher, and wait till the foam will see." <laughs> great cadence. A pint and a pitcher, a pint and a pitcher, a pint and a pitcher of foam. Oh, Andy has found a place he will live. He's going to make this bar home. A pint and a pitcher, a pint and a pitcher, a pint and a pitcher of foam. Because once the foam sinks, he's got extra drinks from that pint and that pitcher of foam. That's really oh, good. Oh, Andy's so drunk now he can barely see, but that won't stop our man. He's grabbing that pitcher with all of that foam and slurping down all that he can. Oh, a pint and a pitcher, a pint and a pitcher, a pint and a pitcher of foam. A pint and a pitcher, oh, ain't that a pitcher? Pint and a pitcher of foam. Oh, Andy says, hey! 
now. I'm feeling you gamey. You Time to get my dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks to the street. But what do you know? He just got run over by a truck. Oh, that a pint, pint and a pitcher, pitcher. A pint and a pitcher. A pint and a pitcher of foam. A pint and a pitcher. A pint and a pitcher. A pint and a pitcher of foam. <laughs> you know, I have you, to say, I've been to a lot of Irish bars. <laughs> I've and that's as good. No, no, no. Home. That's just that's as good as any other Irish drinking song I've ever heard at a, at an Irish pub. So, so I, kudos there. Quite, seri- quite seriously, I may try and develop that into a song because there's something there. <laughs> oh, I know there's, there's something. There's there. not something there like Dear Devil. There's something there. There is really something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there's something there like uh, I like eating coffee. It's 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 yeah. all together. Yeah. Oh, that's a classic. Pretty good. Uh, by the by. Uh, have you guys gotten a chance to check out the stuff that Ace has done for us, the animation that Ace yes. has made for oh, uh, so, yeah. Ice Cream Social? Yes. It's, it's like so those old good. animatics for TV yeah. shows so and good. movies. Sexual Predator Duck. Fucking yes. I've only, it's, I've only it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it turned out really great. I fucking love it. Get the kids. Like, no, you really. Yeah, no, no, don't, don't get the kids. Oh, that's a good looking kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I fucking died. <laughs> I saw the uh, Jihadi Improv one today. Yeah, the Jihadi yeah. Improv one just came up. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna keep cranking those out. It's, it's awesome. I, yeah. I love it. Thank you, Ace. Again. Ace is brilliant. Yeah, he is. For Thanks everything. again for the otters. Right. <laughs> uh, what else you do? This here's, week, a, guys? here's a project for Ace. Uh, make are you, are make done, Todd Andy? take Todd's face and put it on an otter and make him an animated. He otter. can be that totter. Really, that sounds really disturbing. Totter, nice. No, no, they they created the totter like sub page on yeah, the shock have. monkey. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then I saw Sharknado four. Saturday night, and because you went to a press thing, yeah, yeah, and and what did you think of Sharknado? I have not seen any of. Doesn't the matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Obviously, um, I you... think it was about the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and man, did I have a good time! Right, I have. That's it. It's really. Hard, it. I don't think I've ever laughed harder. I just was dying at the, the stupidity of it. I only saw Sharknado once, and it was live riff tracks. Yeah, it was beautiful. Oh. Nice. Yeah, no, I got to go see the other ones now because yeah. It is wonderful, stupid, dumb fun. See it with riff tracks, really. Oh, I'd, I'd love to. Yeah. Absolutely, it's it's a must. But yeah, it was it was full of you know borderline celebrities and um, you know people I knew were in the movie, which is weird. At one point, uh, I was walking into the uh, beginning of it, and Carrot Top is just walking through. And I was like, "Is that a Carrot Top impersonator?" Or? No, it's really Carrot Top. Yeah, Nobody, oh yeah, yeah. Nobody's paying attention to him. It's Carrot Top. They they find their <clears throat> their cadre of yeah somewhat celebrities. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> what giggles? A carrot top impersonator. <laughs> Everybody, I'm celery awning. <laughs> Everybody ready? Everybody ready for some prop comedy? Bleep, 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 bleep. It's celery awning. Here I come. Here I come. Oh, let's see what's in my trunk. Oh, look, look, look at this. Look at this. It's a bunch of balls all strung together. A bunch of beach balls all strung together. You know what they call this? They call this a beach ball necklace. Bleep, 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 bleep. Yep. Celery awning. Celery awning. That is a untapped market. Uh, mm-hmm. To be celery awning? No, no. A tribute joke acts to established comedians. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> it's done. It's been done. Gallagher 2. You know that fucking story. Well, that's oh, yeah, brother. His, his brother, yeah. His brother bought yeah. the act. Creepy. Yeah. yeah. Creepy. Wow. Well, his but brother didn't buy the act. He just was doing it unlicensed. Yeah, and he stole the he, act. His brother oh, okay. had to sue him to get him to stop. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yep. Oh, but yeah, all you need is a you know a, an Annie wig, and you can basically do your carrot top act. There you go. Yeah. What else you do this week, guys? 
South Park. Right. Well, I mean, this of, coming uh, week will be crazy. DuckTales. You did DuckTales. The, the game. Yeah. DuckTales Remastered. I've been Duck playing that. DuckTales game? Everything you it's want really it to fun. be? Oh, yeah. Did you ever play the old DuckTales game on the NES? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. It's a classic. I have it on my phone. I think mm-hmm. I rented it. I don't think I ever played much of it, though. I've seen a lot of footage. I've seen speed runs. DuckTales 2 is a, like, $300 cartridge. Seriously? Yeah. It's just rare? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And good. It's that combination of not a ton of them and very good game. Mm-hmm. I.e. expensive cartridge. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, Preacher um, ended this week. The I heard that was good. Season finale. Uh, as even as it went on, I loved the show more and more. And by the time it hit the finale, I was so on board. I was sad it was the finale. It's. I mean, it's, like I said before, I, I, I'm I glad I've to hear cherish the tone. They've nailed the characters, and a lot of people get a lot of stink on the fact that this first season is a prequel to the comic book, basically. It all takes place in Anvil, which in the comic book only takes place in what one the first comic three panels yeah maybe. if that and they nailed it it created a great base got you really into these characters quickly so that you care what's going on okay. now that they've started the quest so my God there is going to be a, a the season two that's that is happening yeah and they've already said that uh, those lovers of the comics hair star is happening uh, the oh, shit. The grandma's happening. All the stuff that you expect is coming. That's crazy. To even think of putting that on film. Good luck, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, finished the uh, Vision first ah, uh, yes. first trade. Holy shit. It gets better. All the way to the end, huh? <laughs> well, just the first trade. I can't wait. I'm jealous. Uh, Kirsten, you got a couple more books on me, I think, from that one. It's yeah. so fucking good. Uh, I guess it's going to end in that second volume. Yeah, it's a it's a twelve issue run. Oh man, it's amazing! It's amazing. Go get it. Has anybody seen that uh, the TV show, uh, or should say the TV show version of the comic Outcast on Cinemax yet? TV, no. Okay, I, I did Out- Outcast. Outcast. I guess it's based on a comic book. I know the comic book Outcast. Yes. I didn't realize there was a show. Yes, there is a show on Cinemax based on the comic book. Yeah, that, that, that much I got, but I don't know Almost about into the season finale already. Wow, okay. Yeah, uh, that's why I was just curious, because I have not... Hell, we were probably talking about it on the show when it got... It was probably red light, green light at some point. Yeah. I don't know the... <laughs> I don't know the comic book backstory, so I hadn't watched the show yet. But uh, I guess Brent Spiner's in it, and uh, <laughs> it's getting... Well... It's getting great reviews, so it? I'm like... I'm just... I'm surprised. It seems like nobody has seen it yet, though. So I, I was just curious anybody in this group had uh, had uh, given it a shot. So. Mm-hmm. Well, as uh, for the book club, I know a lot of you shock monkeys who are part of the book club. You have the book. You've been reading it. Yes. Uh, thank you it. for observing the uh, the first week of silence. We will be talking about it a week from today. I downloaded Kindle so I could get the book. Oh, wow. Then I saw that the Kindle book was cheap, more expensive than the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. It's it's a it's a weird thing how that works. I don't, have I have I explained that on the show how no. it works? Before Kindle was able to decide what the prices are and then they got sued by the major publishers and now the major publishers decide what the Kindle price is going to be. You know, Simon Schuster, Penguin, so on. All right. Now, based on pre-orders with Amazon can reduce the price with the more pre-orders that happens on a book. 
And so you will actually see if you pre-order a book when it first comes out, it'll probably come down to price before they ship it to you. Hmm. Because they can control the price that they sell the physical book because they're buying it for a specific price from the publisher. Hmm. And they can offer it for a less price because enough people are pre-ordering it, they will make a profit. They have no control over what the companies charge for digital. Gotcha. And so that's not Amazon's fault. That comes down to the publisher. And they have a hard time, the publishers, for some reason, staying on top of reducing the price as time goes on. They don't, well, li- they don't like it. They, um, the, I mean, the general consensus amongst most is like a Kindle shouldn't be more than a mass market paperback. But they really push the trade price, mm-hmm. the yeah. trade paperback price. And that's just... And even so, yeah. when a book goes to paperback... It takes a long time for that Kindle price to reduce mm. down to match it, mm. and sometimes it will match it outright. Like the Star Wars books that go to paperback, they are the exact same price as if you walked into uh, Barnes & Noble and bought one off the shelf. Well, I, I, I downloaded the first couple chapters that are free, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm going to read through those first, and then I'll decide whether to pull the trigger when I get to there. And that's a fine way to decide. Yeah. Absolutely. And anybody who's on the fence whether you want to read a book for the Book club, it's a great way to do it. Go on Amazon, read a chapter. But you raved so much about Kindle that I, that this is what made me finally pull the trigger on Kindle. Sure, so. and that app's free if you're reading yeah. it on something digital. Yep. Um, I have a Facebook friend. I don't know the guy personally, but he's accepted my friend request. He's a cool dude, Tim Rogers. Some of you may know him. He's done lots of really interesting essays, and he writes fiction. Hmm. But he's also a video game producer. He spent a lot of time in Japan. He's back in the states now. And uh, he works with a company he and his buddy uh, put together called Action Button Entertainment. And uh, they just came out with their first big release video game called Video Ball. It is out for the PS4. I think it's on uh, PC as well. It is super fun. Oh. Very simple. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those minute to learn, lifetime to master kind of oh, games. Yeah, I like it's those. really great. You just knock a ball into the other person's target area. You shoot at it. You have these little triangles that shoot. You can build up your shot. You can charge shot. You can shoot the other player, and it stuns them for a second. Is it kind of like that that marble board game that you, that was in the eighties? Crossfire, Crossfire, I think it was called. Mm, more like it's more like if when you were playing Asteroids, the asteroids didn't break, oh, but okay. reacted to your shot through physics. Okay. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Are the graphics yeah. better than Asteroids, though? No, they're very simplistic like oh, that. Oh, okay. It's so it's, really... So it's kind of like... It's a, very... Better graphics pong with Asteroids. It's it's even... I mean, it's really streamlined. Graphics are simplistic, but that's okay. to a to hmm. a purpose. Uh, and it's really fun. It's a fun little sound, and uh, it's got just silly little uh, quips, and uh, oh, fun. Like it just says dumb things like, touchdown, score goal. That, that's some video ball. <laughs> That sure was video ball. Like a deep nerd who hates sports talking about sports. Exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. It's sports commentary from nerds who could give a fuck. Uh, (laughs) But it's a really cool game. And uh, if you've got 10 bucks to grab it, do so. Uh, Cool. Do do him a solid. He could use the dough. He's been having What's it called? Video ball? Video ball. Video ball. you got a remarkable amount of Pokemon Go and video game creator talking to the uh, Ice Cream Social recently. Hey, I, I was like wonder, wondering what, what the hell they were doing. Well, I mean, Pokemon Go has just become such a ridiculous thing. No, I know, but they, they let you talk it. for a long time about it. Usually they shut your ass down. Once in a while I can sneak it in, man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they retired that day. Slow, that company's slowly burning. 
Yeah, that's getting weird, right? Well, Nintendo yeah. had that crash craziness. Well, that was just dumbness on the investors. Yeah. yeah, they figured it out. Oh, shit. What? Oh. Yeah. Sell, 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 sell. <laughs> Although, you can't get that new Nintendo. It's sold out already on Amazon. The NX? No. The oh, baby, oh, the, the, the baby the, classic the, NES. The, the preloaded one. The 30 classic games NES is already sold out. Wow. No, my god damn it. And now Genesis is doing one. So you don't have one? Uh don't 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 do that Genesis thing. That's that's old bullshit. It's not mm. unless they really do one. Unless old Sega opposed really to does classic? One. The one that was false advertising kind of thing. Was it? Okay. Yeah, it was not it's not Sega. Ah. This is this is unique because this is in house. Nintendo made this. Right. Right. This is very unique. So mm-hmm. okay. it's gonna be good. Anything else before we jump forward, guys? Uh, nope. All right. Nothing I can think of. All right. After next weekend. Hell yeah. Yeah, Oh, dude, this next next week is going to be crazy. I, real quick. Yeah, let's let's talk this, right? I went and, uh, played, uh, Kiss Mini Golf with the wife yesterday. That was our date. We went and played Kiss Mini Golf, gambled a little bit, won a shit ton of money, and paid for our date. It was great. I like that. We went to, uh, we went to the Rio Buffet, but as I was walking around the Rio, there are already... A shit ton of people checking in, yeah. and a shit ton of people in costume hanging out at the bar already. Now, now what's happening this there. weekend for those not hanging to Vegas is we have two conventions of sorts: the yes. huge 50th anniversary Star Trek convention, full of unconventional conventionists. Very nice, very nice. Thank you. <laughs> my, my theater heart just pitter patted. Oh yes. And then we have the smaller, but in my opinion, a little more epic in my brain, uh, Super Toy Con. Yes. I can't wait to go to Super Toy Con. By the way, Mm -hmm. Saturday. Yep. What time are you going to go? I'm going to try and get there around 10. Okay, good. All right. Mm. All right. I'll be there. So if if you're in town, you'll probably find us there on Saturday. I also saw that the um, on Facebook, someone's complaining that they didn't have the Classic Games uh, Expo this year. And it was they haven't happen, had it for three years. But it was supposed to happen this weekend, I guess, is what they were saying. So. No, no, uh, that was about two years ago at Riviera. Yeah, no. Classic was it Game two Expo, years yeah. ago? I went to the last that's one. That's when I went. Yeah, we I only missed like one of them, and mm. they had it every other year. Um, well, those guys have been building their, their museum. museum. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they, there's not really... But if that person on Facebook was right, that would have been three major nerd conventions. Which would have been weekend. insane. So yeah. good. I'm glad they postponed that. The um, Tiki place, uh, the Golden Tiki, is having is encouraging Star Trek people to come over. They're having. Was that yeah. it? I thought it, I thought that was uh, tiki, uh, the other place. It's, it's the Golden Fran- Tiki. No, it's it's Golden Tiki. Oh, good. Golden, Golden, Tiki. Golden Tiki is closer Golden? to that. Yeah, that it's makes sense. Walking distance. Golden yeah. Tiki. That would be a good fit for a bunch of Trek nerds. But they're having Romulan Dole whips or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. Old. You know what would have been a good uh, fit for Trek nerds? You know, the Star Trek The Experience, you know. Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 That yeah. would have been good, I think. It was a good fit for several years. I was, it, uh, there was nothing like the convergence of that convention at the Hilton when the experience was running. Oh, yeah. That was a truly fucking amazing time. Those were great days. And that's kind of why I don't give a fuck about going to the convention proper anymore. I've been on the inside fucking track. It's like, yeah. what right. else am I going to experience Besides the same old story Shatner tells every year. I'm like, mm. I'm good. <laughs> I do want to go at some point, maybe late Saturday night, to go hang out at the bar with people. I do want yeah. to see friends. And I'll be there. I don't know if I'll know anybody there. I'm actually pondering going up to St. George for a day and going up to the game convention in St. George. That's this weekend? Yeah. Huh. Wow. wow. Yeah. This is a tabletop places? convention? Yeah. Hmm. 
I can dig on Lewis, that. Dude. Lewis and his wife are going out. Well, up. okay. I Well, do what you do what you, do what you is gonna he do. Going, is he going to the Toy Con or no? I don't think so. No, I think they're what? going up Friday after the. Got to I and I understand it because I'm not going to buy a bunch of toys. I don't have the money for it. But oh, I, I put twenty bucks to play games <laughs> all day. And I know who else is too. What a bargain, yeah. Jeff. Eighties Jeff is too. Since I've all been looking for a toy conference alone. <laughs> yeah. Although I have to say, I've been real good about jumping online and grabbing shit that I need and extra little stuff. Um, the loyal subjects came out with some uh, masters figures. I don't know if oh, you guys you have any loyal subjects figures. Um, but they're a little bit poseable now. But I jumped online. Wait, I'm just making sure I got the time set. Okay. <laughs> first, I jumped on. So that'd be uh, 45 minutes before we got into He-Man. First, talk. I jumped Pretty on. Good. Uh, Pretty good with the toy convention. Amazon, yeah. Amazon, and, and eBay, and those figures are going for stupid money. They're all sold out. The big crates at uh, the uh, Big Bad Toy Store are all sold out. So I was like, eh. But then I went on their home site. I gotta love He-Man.org. Good links up in that motherfucker. Their home site, heman.org, all the time. Like oh, it's yeah. a freaking charity. Dude, I read at the org all the time. They run crazy message boards. Some of those people are a little bit, a oh, little bit really? further than I can. <laughs> yeah. But I love them. That's the great thing about Geekton. There's always somebody further than you. There's always a bigger geek. Uh, the uh, Always a bigger fish. At their home site, they got Glow in the Dark Skeletor and He Man. Picked them both up. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Regular price. Yeah. Don't have to go blind boxing. None of that bullshit. That's all I really want. Because I, I did the blind boxes for the Transformers. Because mm-hmm. I really like their design for some of their Transformers. And this was at my comic shop. And I was like, yoink, yoink. Grab two. Uh, Prime and Megatron. Wow. Like right out to get. I was just like, yeah. I have really good toy karma, guys. Yeah. <laughs> really good toy I karma. Just, I just have a son that knows we'll how to poke Saturday. at the bags and figure out what's in them. Oh, yeah. well, these have boxes around them, so you can't uh, okay. do that shit. Well, actually, these did, too. He shook the box. Okay. Yeah. I did you feel... Out, you figure I, out where the weight was in the box. I did feel for a little bit of weight, but, yeah, it worked out real good. Real good. Yeah. Those are beautiful. So, anyway, those are I some cool classic figures. Classic Prime and Classic Megatron? Yeah. The good ones. As the, okay. the fucking Loyal Subjects version, they're, you know, chibi, basically, super super deformed. Hot fire, yo. <laughs> I'll let's get a Prime, fire. Classic Prime somewhere. Fucking find it this weekend. Did you Hopefully see you the find pictures? That that, gauntlet. Did you see the pictures? I would advise the, you get. There's a there's a couple of new ones. There's a new masterpiece that came out about a year and a half ago, and it's an updated sculpt. Do you remember the original masterpiece Prime? Are you it trying is, to create a Padawan toy junkie? <laughs> it's, all, it's too late. I'm this, already yeah, there. This has been in the works for oh, weeks now. I'm I know. I've been watching it. It's, he's a big fucking chunky monkey, and he's he's really nice. I've got him. They then repackaged him with the trailer as well. Okay. But now they've come up with a new sculpt. He's a little thinner. He looks a little closer to cartoon. It's just really good. <laughs> it's really good. There's a Nemesis Prime too, but that one's stupid money. I, I'm watching Kay take video of himself not caring. <laughs> Did you see the pictures that the Shock Monkeys the posted face for of you? Apathy. On what? the apathy on the lair. No, which ones? Uh, I don't well, think. they Maybe. did one that's that's uh, that's very much right up your alley. Currently, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey Skull. Oh, I did see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, uh, a tattoo, right? Matt yeah, shared that. Tattoo. Matt shared that on our uh, on our Fifty Shades Facebook site. And then Thank you so much. There was guys. another one which uh, clear, clearly is a fake, but it looks like somebody. I had should get a Fifty Shades shaped of their house to look like Castle Grey Skull. Damn it, that's yeah. amazing. And it's it's clearly fake, but it would be nice if that were real. Oh yeah. So. Oh. Oh shit! Real oh, quick, <laughs> nothing's I, real quick. <laughs> so I dropped a line to show SoCal Shaolin. 
he said, thanks for the shout out. I was watching videos of PowerCon from two weeks ago. Fun, fun, fun. Right. Got these hardcore collectors out of Mexico. Oh, my God. These dudes are sick for the fucking test shots. You guys know what test shots are? Enlighten those who don't. So when action figures are first sculpted and made, they take the molds to the factory and they have them make up what they call test shots. But what they do is they use any old plastic that's in the molds already just to save on time and money. Sure. So they just squirt them. They come out all weird colors. and But, but you get a shot of what the figure's going to look like. There are collectors who live and die by test shots. Wow. Right. I, I can certainly see that. And these guys found, PowerCon had these guys found a bunch of old Masters test shots from the 80s line that were going for like 1500 so you're like, piece. Oh, well, Jesus. This, this cat bought a fuck ton of them. He's hardcore. And I was like, all right, I got to see what this dude's up to. I followed his channel. Uh, I gotta find his channel again. You are not playing video. Uh, no, I'm not gonna okay. play video. But which, by the way, his, uh, you know after what? After the show, I need some videos on YouTube for like toy collectors things like that. Okay, like, I will that. post this video on the Shock Monkeys Lair tonight. Sweet, God, I don't remind me. Go there. God damn it. Well, go whatever. There. God. Or I'll put it on it. Uh, on the uh, Ugly Couch Show. Page. I mean, I go there all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> these guys are just kicking it, and they're hanging out in Mexico City or wherever they're at, and. You can't understand it unless you speak Spanish, but you can just feel the vibe. They're chilling in this room. Walls filled with autographed pictures of sci-fi stars. Shelves illuminated and filled to the brim with classic Star Wars toys. They've got a Death Star playset set up and functioning. They've got all just like you're like there you see a lot of Holy Grail stuff. I'm like, okay, that's that's nice. That's that's good. <laughs> then you hear him talking about uh, Tortugas Ninjas. <laughs> They're going to go check out some Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yes, they are. Cut to one of the guys at that place. This is like this cadre of hardcore figure collectors, right? They go to his house. He's got this giant bookshelf wall that looks not dissimilar from what you got here. And I was like, oh, that'd be so fucking cool if that wall opened up. And then it goes, and it fucking opens up. And you will lose your mind when you see this guy's mint inbox collection. It is a small warehouse full, wall-to-wall, illuminated, glass-in-case shelving of everything you can fucking imagine. I mean, I was this close to crying. I'm serious. It almost made me cry. It's so, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. That's right. You, just, you basically saw the Vatican yes, of toy collection right there. It is the Vatican I'm, of I'm toy collection. I'm not even a toy guy that much, and I think I came a little. You will lose <laughs> your shit when you see this video. So so it was your Dr. Grant, welcome to Jurassic Park moment? Dude, it so was. It's so, it, and, that's, and they play music. They play like... <laughs> They do come in the box. They do. It's so good. It's so good. There's so much stuff. He's got collections of everything. They do come in cases. Turtle stuff is sick. They do come in. Then they start to mess with the with the test shots, and you're like, holy fuck, you know, he's got just these, and that's their that's their holy grails. 
But then my favorite line, they're digging through another, they find another box and they're just digging through stuff and they pick up uh, a uh, Steve Rogers. Okay. Or I'm sorry, uh, Steve Austin. Oh, very different. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> sorry. They pick up a Steve Austin mint in box, but it's a Mexican Steve Austin. So it's hombre bionico. <laughs> Right. I was just like, yeah, hombre bionico. And then it's like, Steve Austin, yeah. And they just love it. I just it just I would I would want to be friends with all these guys. It's just your heart just skips a beat when you, you see You would learn them. Spanish just to hang out with these guys. I'm I might start watching enough of this channel <laughs> that I'm going to pick up some slang. I already got Tortugas Tortugas Ninjas down. Uh, you know, it's I'm the a, passion that's infectious. The passion is what's infectious and it's so great to see. So uh I'll put that up. That video's f- it fucking floored me. It floored me. I was not ready. Oh my god! <laughs> it's I see it just for the bookcase alone. You lose mm. your shit. You lose your shit. I got. I really love a nice secret secret panel. Yes. Oh, you man. will, camera. Senior Paul. Beep. <laughs> I, I told. I showed Ann. I was like, if you want to see what part of our house is going to look like one day, <laughs> gaze into the crystal ball. <laughs> Because this yep. is what's fucking She's going to make you get like one of those, uh, you know, the, the steel structures you buy on TV that you can what, deck out. What, a shed outside? Well, no, Talk no. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like a full-on building. Here's my secret tough shed full no, 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 of my no. melting toys <laughs> out here in the desert fucking heat. A couple of plastic plants <laughs> no, no, no. stapled to the front. Right. No, right? no, 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 no. <laughs> two, like, you know two the, old the warehouse, shelves in the back? The warehouse that Rick has? Yes. That kind of thing, those yeah. steel structure where you buy the frame and then they set it up and then you can insulate it and make it yep. all air conditioned and shit. That's what you're gonna have I in your backyard, it. and it's gonna have the a garage door, and you can walk I in. I gotta get and back to that shack someday. I think I got a few toys still hanging out in there. Somewhere. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> I think I do. Play the Jurassic Park music when he goes in. <laughs> that was part of the jihadi improv bit that uh, Ace illuminated for us. Yep, <laughs> Jurassic Park bit. Welcome to Jihadi Park. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Well, before we talk about Star Trek, I do want to hit this email because Scoops, uh, Sheepish, and Steve want to start something pretty awesome. All right, I Sheepish gave my- and Steve? Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, Just hang, on, hang on. Two, two people. Hang All on. Right. This sounds video worthy. Scoops All Sheepish right. is uh, the one that's doing the Reddit page for us right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Thank uh, you. And uh, Steve great. sent me this. Greetings, ugly couch, show, out, ugly couch dwellers. Us, as you so will. Submitted for your approval. Over at the Reddit Ugly Couch Show page, moderators Sheepish Scoop and I, that's Scoop O Steve, aka Austrian Anarchy, wish to launch a Geek Shock AV Club. We, call, uh, we can call it the Shock Monkey AV Club instead if you prefer. <laughs> the plan is to cover a diverse range of classic science fiction films, most that can be viewed free somewhere or other online, one per week. We encourage people to purchase the films, too. Uh, to the diversity point, the films will run the range from visions of the future that actually tip their hats to science, like Star Trek The Cage, TV Pilot, or Colossus The Forbidden Project, all the way to films that don't let science get in the way, like Star Wars and Killdozer. Killdozer. <laughs> and not always Kill future, Dozer. either. Comparisons with the original work, book, comic, etc. that the film is based on are highly encouraged, but not required. A brief description of the film will be available in the announcement on the Ugly Couch Show Reddit page with a date for discussion to begin. After that, viewers are encouraged to provide their own observations and ask questions those who commented. We will not be providing canned questions. 
The first film in the viewer will be Fahrenheit 451. Mm. Oh, wow. A very clear copy is available to watch on archive.org. We will post the entry as soon as you say okay. Guys, do you say okay? Go for okay. it. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Why not? Do you want, do you want to Green go light. Geek Shock or Shark Monkey on that one? Sorry? Shark Monkey? Shark Monkey. Shark Monkey? I'm asking you guys. No, no. They were I say, call it, I say call it Geek Shock to keep the branding sure. stronger. Okay. Geek Shock AV Club. Merchandising. There it is. Merchandising. Merchandising. Yogurt. <laughs> so thank you and fucking you in the fucking face. Uh, Sheepish Scoops and Steve. No, Thank you, you guys hey. for rocking and rolling with that shit. Nice. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yes, you absolutely have our blessing on this, and I will participate whenever I can and have the time. Have so. you been watching Red Letter Media's review? They've been starting some new shows. Oh, I saw. Uh, their, you know what? I, I haven't started review yet. So review is them going back and just watching older films and talking about them, which is basically great. half in the bag for older films. Yeah, I yeah. did watch their uh, half in the bag on Star Trek Beyond, and they. They, Good, because this is where really I want it. to put the Star Trek oh, okay. concept. And, so and Red Order we... Media, I, I just saw it, and I swear the Red Letter Media guys were there. At they weren't really there, but it was, it was two, there was two old guys in the front. and Where? where At the uh, Brendan's Palm. At and the Brendan's? At the Sharknado premiere? No, no, at Star Trek. What? The I, Brendan Palm totally lost. Yeah. The movie oh, theater. Asking. You stop before you get into it. That's all right. No, no, no! You were never. Who you thought? You yeah. thought you thought you were seeing? Stopped yourself. Okay. You I'll thought talk. you were seeing Mr. Plinkett. Yeah, there was there was oh. a guy who was acting like sort of like that. Got it. There, I, I'm I'm sitting there and I got in there and they're showing yeah, interviews. You translate everybody. Thanks okay. And then the interviews end and they cut to a music video, mm. and then it stops and there's a pause. You know, they're 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 gonna switch over the previews, and this guy loudly like, so I guess that's not even the movie. That's just a music video. No, yeah. So just some asshole in the movie. Uh, but he just like he was. <laughs> he, t- he sounded, sounded like, like Blinkett, and he kept saying shit through the previews. Like, so uh, this looks like it's gonna be a fun I preview. I'm like, my oh my god, I should have waited with my pizza rolls. Yeah, if I don't know, this was gonna go wrong. Movie theater called Galaxy Theater. I love Mystery Science Theater. I love Blinkett. Amateurs. Do not attempt it live at oh, live fact. events. Oh, no, no, you no. are terrible at yeah. it. He wasn't attempting to be funny. Yep. He just had no filter. Yeah. Get him out of there. Yeah, get him out of there. Fuck he, him. When the, movie, when the movie came on, he shut up so I didn't have to kill anybody. That, that, at least there was that. Yeah. Good, good, good. All right. So going forward, we yes. are going to be talking about Star Trek Beyond. And we are going beyond spoilers. They, so yes. if you don't want to be spoiled... Um, maybe come back to this segment once uh, you've seen it or you don't care. Watching right. the Red Letter Media review, he said something exactly what I was going to say last week, which was, this movie is more the con story than the fucking con story that they did oh, last yeah. movie. Sure. The thing with the con story in the last, it didn't matter. Yeah. Well, that's con, what the, I mean. The, the con reveal added nothing to the no. plot story or anything. It was but just this like, movie it's is much movie. more. This movie is much more like con. Like, way more like Khan. Yeah. This is set the Alpha 5. Mm. You know? It's the fucking same thing. Yeah. You never came back for us. Buried alive. <laughs> Buried alive. Now, I have to <laughs> actually Buried put an alive. asterisk in my comments about this movie. Yes. Yeah, I, I saw it today. And? I went to Galaxy Theater, oh. you know, where you get the best experience. Fancy, mm-hmm. fancy. Right? Yep. Did you get a hamburger and all uh, that shit? Nope. I just wanted to watch the movie and enjoy okay. it and go. Uh, however, I chose 3D. And for some reason, 
The movie was dark as fuck. Was the dark? Was the it movie was dark, really dark to you? It was dark, but not in not okay. 3D too. I see. When I didn't I have that it, experience in the non 3D. I saw it in the in the in 3D IMAX mm-hmm. at sure. Red Rock. It was fine, and, that, yeah. and that's just it. I even went. I even left the movie theater to go talk to management about it to say, "Hey, maybe you need to brighten Adjust, this up a little right. bit." And she's like, no, we get complaints all the time. It's just a dark movie. I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. No. I saw the preview, and I saw scenes in the preview that were well more well We get complaints all the time. Everyone's wrong except us. Fuck you, lady. Right, and this is Galaxy. (laughs) This is where they take pride in this bullshit. Or used to. I'm going to say that when I saw it, it was seen pretty dark. Where did you see it? 3D always has a little bit. Not 3D. Oh well, you I saw don't it know. non-3D. Yeah. So what I well, saw, I don't know what to tell you because was I mean, a dark, shadowy mess. Wow, mine yeah. is not, and that's what no. I saw too. Mine there was a lot either. of stuff. I was like, no, I'm not sure what's going on, but it's moving awful fast. Yeah. Wow, and no. so you guys had very poor. Well, is that even guys, possible yeah. though? Is that are there, yes. uh, is that much difference in print quality now? It's it's I don't not know if it's print it's, quality. It's all digital. You said you saw it at the Palms. Yes. So Palms is digital projection now too. So. It's a matter of there's there, there's a huge problem with amateur both, projectionists. Well, that's <laughs> that too. But there's a huge problem with with just the technology in general, and it is that you have to recalibrate the systems often. You had to do it a lot with film projection too. Sure, but you also had trained personnel that knew how to do it and would usually do that in between ex- every exhibition of the film. Now a lot of this stuff is so automated. They flip a switch, or uh, you know, I, I know it like Galaxy. They they call into the little uh, control center, and all they do is push the start button in the control room, and it starts right. the projector in whichever theater it is. So nobody actually physically goes into the projection room anymore. So that's part of it, um, especially with three D. Because of the the darker nature of the polarized lenses, they're supposed to crank up the brightness to compensate. To compensate. And a lot of theaters, and I, I and I just talked with you know film personnel about this two years ago at NAB, uh, which is National Association of Broadcasters, and they said that you know they are constantly and this these were people from Texas Instruments that were uh, representing the DLP chip, digital light processing. They have the technology that's in most of the theaters and they said that they have been going constantly to theaters and they have a light meter that uh, that you know takes a quick snapshot of the screen and shows the bright spots and the dark spots and and tells the personnel how to adjust the equipment it was obvious and they just don't some, do it there was obviously yeah. something was wrong that yes it, I, so i was not able to connect emotionally with the movie whatsoever because i was too busy concentrating on figuring out what the hell was going on yeah uh and and I, I can't blame all of that on the technical failure that I was dealing with. Some of that is the Justin Lin directing because he's a very frantic director, mm-hmm. especially in action scenes. So when you're dealing with a dark film and a frantic action scene, you lose things very fast. That swarm thing was just mind boggling a lot of the time. I was like, well, I don't know what's going on. It's just shit's moving. Yeah. I would see shadows. And I'm like, I know that's a main character, but I can't tell which one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's it's sad that you guys got a bad experience because I I've seen it twice. Um, at so, the premiere, it was nice and bright. I mean, the dark spots were dark appropriately, but you still had good color separation and you could totally make out all the scenes. All the daylight scenes yeah. seemed like they were taking place at dusk to me. Yeah. Oh, so, and mine, then was, mine was, was day that for bad. night. 
Because when I saw it again in 3D, I also saw it at Galaxy, and it looked fine to me. Yeah. So I, I, I'm sure. saddened that you guys but, but both got okay. No, no, mine wasn't so as bad as I them. just wanted to put out there that, you know, I might be able to comment on plot, but I couldn't truly engage. So let's okay. talk about Too bad. Star Trek Beyond. I know you enjoyed it. You liked it certainly yes. better than Into Darkness. Uh, my favorite of the three. Yeah. And it actually makes the other two films better. Uh, how, do you, how do you say that? Because if you now, having seen Beyond, go back and look at the other two, you see the evolution of the characters, specifically the Kirk character. Because the Kirk character, uh, I, will say I should say the J.J. universe, uh, or I think they're now calling it the Kelvin universe. Whatever. Uh, that Kirk is different than the Kirk that you know in sure. you know the original series. So you but see the evolution. But he seems to be picking up more Kirk-isms yes. as movies go on. Was well, I wrong? Did no. he not fucking channel there was Shatner? A, there was a, oh, my God, yeah. There yeah. were some times yeah. where he'd have a like a, a look, and it wasn't like it was a forced look like he was trying to. He just he got the essence of the character down, and you were like, holy shit, pretty I'm looking at a young Shatner. I thought there would be a risk because of um, the, the writer. Because Simon Pegg was one of the writers, I thought there was a risk of becoming just a Scotty movie, but nope. But no. uh, the, the character really shown for me was uh, Bones. Yeah, Bones was a. He's been my favorite of everyone. Oh, He's absolutely. always so good. Well, that's part of the reason they got Carl Urban back because he was under no obligation. I just recently found out he was under no obligation to do this third film, like everybody else was under contract. But apparently, he uh, was specifically approached by J.J. Abrams, Justin Lin, and Simon Pegg. And they asked him to come back, and he said, well, I kind of feel like, you know, the character, you know, is just kind of off to the side. There's really no need for Bones. And, and, and Simon Pegg specifically said, look, Bones is an important part of the triumvirate. Yeah. You know, he's, he's the heart that represents Kirk's split between, you know, pure logic <laughs> and pure heart. So Spock is logic. Yes. Bones is heart. Yes. Kirk is penis. No, Kirk, is action. Kirk, Kirk takes so those Kirk two penis. elements and he's trying to be funny, Paul. <laughs> you see, man, Andy's making a joke, man. He's a making funny. Yes, I am. So he's a captain about a penis, captain with a dick. But anyway, they they got him to come back because they told him what they wanted to do with the character in this film, and that that it was a very important part of the character. And he said, uh, Carl Eber, Kerman, yeah, uh, uh, Carl, Andy, thank Andy. you, Andy. Thank Kirk you, Wallet. Andy. It's catching now. Uh, Carl Urban <laughs> came back because some of the scenes, like specifically the Kirk and McCoy scene where they're talking about his having his birthday and the birthday being the death of his father, and you know he's now a year older Which than his father ever was. Which is a fucked up birthday. Yeah. yeah. But it was a really touching scene, too. Yeah, it was. It was good. Mm. No, and, and it had a really funny line the, in there. The, the emotional exchange between the three of them was something I really appreciated yeah. and really enjoyed. And that's really where all the emotion in this movie seemed to be, was in character interaction, because the, the plot was all action. There's, there, there didn't seem to be any of that uh, Roddenberry subtext. That there, there was no like political 
or social commentary undercurrent to anything in this. Well, movie. well there, there was, was there was and there wasn't. A there's the tiny there's, bit. I thought yeah. I thought that the the utopian world was great to see. Mm-hmm. That looked like, am, it looked amazing, right? And so I mean, I thought that was and that, that's enough for me. Your show town? me the central I, show me the utopian world rather than saying you're right. We live because, in a utopian world because so far that that showed the world of Star Trek has been a dastardly place. Right. To well, the last two places has been the last two films has been like oh, fucking. The Federation is a mess. Yeah. You know, and this was like, look, we got a fucking Dyson Sphere. Shit's going good. Yeah. Everything well, that was, that was kind of the central plot with the, the villain character. It's that whole order versus chaos thing in the nature of the universe. Because you now have the Federation. They're out on the five-year missions. They're out exploring. They're, you know, at the very beginning of the film, when you have the diplomatic mission, which is a very Roddenberry notion, and the the line in that uh, that Kirk and Crawl have the exchange at the top where uh, that uh, 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 the life support system where he says uh, he's like that's not the bro- world I was born into, and then Kirk responds is like well it's better to die saving people than to live with mm-hmm. killing people. Then that's the world. On. That's the world that I was born yeah. into. So. A lot of people did miss that notion of the plot where it's that whole order versus chaos. Well, it's also where the well, Federation is now the, the future has passed. Sure, but that crawl character and his his background of being born oh, into okay. conflict. The, and again, it might be something that I missed. Again, I had to walk out to talk to somebody. Sure. But it's um, also about the maturity of the of the civilization. It's going from yeah. from being a warlike group to being a peaceful group. And well, he's the understanding of Mako, which is a military back when he was Right. Yes. Right. And but that's his what I'm weirdness saying. here's weird thing was without conflict you can't improve. Yeah. Is that is that that's, yes, what, that's, his, what, he's that's saying. what he was driving. Idris yeah. Elba's thing? Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? Like you have to fucking dig. But that's what he that's what he said. Okay, because mm-hmm. I, I really couldn't said, understand you're, his you're the Federation is I will so say. soft and now everybody nobody knows how to fight. You, you don't struggle. There's no you don't gain anything. Also I turned into a weirdo for no good reason. <laughs> yeah. Our whole crew turned into weirdos and had a second language for no good reason. And you thought we were aliens, but we were people. So that means that that person that came and told you that they come to see the thing was actually a person, but nobody did a nope. DNA scan. That's what the fuck it. are you no, talking no, about? There's only three. No. All right, only so three. They're, they're I have, automated. They're, yeah. There's only three of them. Yeah. There's only lived. Yeah. yeah. All of those. The, it, I the have girl, a, 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 yeah. the second in command and him. I have the benefit right. of having seen it twice now. So, benefit. so <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right, Matt. That entire quote unquote army, they're all drones. They're automated drones. There's a there's a line delivered in there where he says they discovered this planet with an automate with an army of drones and a highly advanced technology and technology that is there to keep us alive by absorbing the energy from other life forms. So all the things but like when they green do that, are... it changes them. It they take on physical and personality characteristics of, of the weird. people there. No, no, I, I, I did pick that up too. I was, I was sitting there trying to figure out why they, why he looked like an alien and why he looked like a human near the end. And it's because he was absorbing humans near yes. the end. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I couldn't figure that out. I didn't yeah. know why. No, I this like, might yeah. have been the part I missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there was a couple of points in this movie, and not just because I couldn't see visually, just because plot-wise I wasn't quite grasping why things were happening. That I'm the first time in a long time I've had the thought, 
You know, I think I might want to read the novelization of this to figure out what people's intentions are. Man, well, that's mm. that's the problem. That's the problem that I have with the movie. There's no strong anything on the bad guy side. You don't know what the fuck he wants. It's, he doesn't know what the fuck it's, he wants. It's, it's one of those, and it seems to be, and it seems to be a thing with Orsi films in general, uh-huh. where things happen just to move a plot forward because it has to move forward. Yeah, it's just MacGuffin, MacGuffin, MacGuffin to the point of crazy. The unfortunate, fortunate thing is that the character relationships and the character's development is so on point throughout yes. the rest of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. The way the they characters relate, are interacting, right, the way working. they relate to each other, it's all perfect. It's like, oh, great, this is wonderful. I, these are the characters I know and love. This is how they should be. Wonderful stuff. Except for Spock's wig. You're right. There were moments right? that looked really weird. What the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, who is who is working as DP on that shit? You know what? To- uh, guys, uh, real quick, uh, you look like you got a wig on. Yeah, let's fix that. Tets takes uh, look. I got, I got I got tape in my pack. I got tape in my fanny pack right here. We can yeah. do this. You know, what took me out of the movie was the uh, where Spock had the piece of metal stuck in him, mm-hmm. and he goes to cauterize the wound. Uh huh. He never pulls a shirt up, and that's just a matter of like cheaping out in a special effect. I mean, because he, he cauterized right up. through the hole. No, he pulls. He lifted up, the shirt he lifts up, up and his shirt and cauterizes under the shirt. Okay, which would be a really hard way to aim for a wound if going blindly under a shirt. Ah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> he went. Un- I didn't see him do that. I yeah, he, he kind of like oh. he kind of lifted the shirt up while just he was talking to his oh, and, just and then under. tried to distract him and then hit him with the. And the, the only reason I can think to do that is well. Two reasons. One is to, to distract cheap, the, cheap out the, the special effects and to make it more of a jump scare that he's... Yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh. And, and I noticed a lot more things about this movie, but it was it was because I was detached. Yeah. So I so when those types of things happened, it was real apparent. Well, yeah. In the kind of environment that you were with the film, it doesn't... You, you're not a part of the film because yeah. Yeah, you're, you you're both consciously that. and subconsciously a, going, why the fuck is this not working? Yeah, I was able yeah. to forgive you know. a lot I was able to forgive a lot, but then there was, you know, it's it's got the same problems that all the Orsi stuff does. It's got the same problems that the other two have. Um, yeah, but just, Orsi wasn't involved in exacer- the script. He was producer. He was a producer, but he wasn't involved a little in the bit. script. Yeah, no, it's a better script, but it's still the bad guy just doesn't make any damn sense. That whole thing just doesn't make I, any damn sense. I thought the bad guy made sense, but no, I, I felt like he made sense too because yeah, you know if you're I didn't like it. You're, you know, you're a, a former military person who is trying to adapt. You already had that conflict for him trying to adapt Starfleet. Why I was not the sold on his motivation. Like, why, does okay. he wanna, why does he want to go fuck up a, a place he doesn't even really know? But he didn't know about that place. Yeah, at first, I thought How it was would like, he know about that place? Oh, oh, because at first, he was, I was like, hacking into it. He because he found the probe and he had been hacking into it. At first, I thought it was a revenge thing. I was like, oh, you abandoned me forever, so now I'm getting back at you. Right. But it's also... Yeah, it's 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 a, a military person who can't get out of the military mindset. Yes, military industrial complex won't let it go. Sure, so he's got to fight the f- the only person he knows he can fight. Right, he thinks that peace but, is but made. But that doesn't yeah, seem man. Like- that's really some lefty Hollywood shit. That's how I felt about <laughs> it. <laughs> really, I mean, it, it, it's just he's a like, soldier and he can't do anything but soldier. Yeah, no, he's stuck in soldier uh, mode. You know, it's like uh, if he went, if he actually got into that city, he'd be like, oh. Oh shit! Maybe what I'm thinking is wrong. Well, well there's, but there's, there's also the fact that. that the mere act of survival 
is is going to be the challenge that he will rise to and survive. And he's doing that on that planet. So this whole, well, I've survived now. Now I got to go out and destroy stuff. But he's been doing it on but, that planet by luring people into the planet and sucking their life energy. Sure, but sure. Then then let us <laughs> then let's talk about his being twisted by that. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Exactly. Sure. Well, I mean, you saw a little bit of that when they were watching his captain's log, and enough oh, to make two seconds. No, but of no, it. no, because the captain's log is him just losing his shit because he's been abandoned. I've been abandoned. Right. I'm a soldier and I'm abandoned. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. You never leave a soldier, soldier behind. What kind of soldier? Boo hoo! And, and and for all that to lead, he wants to create this crusade, but he's going to do it as basically as a suicide bomber. I'm, I'm not. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't. His motivation. And they hid him behind too much goo. If they had yeah, let him be just a straight up human, what is with start the new Star Trek movies hiring these really great actors for horrible for horrible bad guy roles? I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. But Idris Elba could dance circles around all those people. As could Cumberbatch. Any of them. And they just put him in a bunch of shit. Good luck. He was... That that was just a waste. You guys are making a lot of complaints about this movie, but I think we all agreed that it was pretty damn good. It was fun. Yeah. It's the best of the three, but those movies have had some troubles. I mean, that's that last thing. They needed a fucking apology letter from that last movie. I didn't. I. It, it's funny. It's I really like, didn't like I didn't really. Movie. I didn't really care about the antagonist. I just cared about the three of them. Sure. Coming in and doing their th- and also bits and pieces of uh, Peg and uh, Cho and uh, Zoldana. You, you could know? feel Peg's influence on the oh, script. Mm-hmm. Of that movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the comedy stuff was struck well. And the Easter eggs. Lord, yeah, yeah. To, holy! I mean, Jesus, bring the up whole, the Zindi. Any, oh, giant green hand. Zindi made me giggle. Yeah, the, the giant green hand. The giant green hand, of course. Yeah, that, that line, Zindi war, yeah. And the a Zindi lot of people war, were like, oh, pointing to subtleties. And the giant green hand was in the closing credits yeah. when you see this ship traveling around. They're, they're talking about they've been in space nine hundred sixty-six days. Yeah. When was the first year it came out? 1966. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just tons of little bits and pieces. And Vernon was telling me, man, god damn it, Enterprise was all over that fucking thing, the series. It was. So, I mean, there was stuff in there that was missing. So Uniforms, polarize the hall, ship stats. Makos were originally introduced on Enterprise. Uh Uh Um, Zindi War is the end. They said that it was originally a Starfleet ship that became... Uh, a Federation ship after the, the founding of the Federation that, in the twenty one sixties. That Spock changed into. Uh, yeah, was a was a Enterprise uniform. The the, the actual the, design the of the Franklin is very the ship similar. Is very yeah. Enterprise. Very yeah. Enterprise. It and was I like liked that Generation ship. Two. Yeah, the Franklin was a, was the, a neat looking ship. Fra- Franklin was like this next step, right? Enterprise mm-hmm. went warp four. No, NX one was an 05, but uh, the the um, the writers. Had a little Q and A thing with some fans, and they were saying, "Well, how come the Franklin is the you know only warp four capable when the NX one was warp five? And they're saying, "You misunderstand. In the timeline, this ship was built before Enterprise. Right. Uh, but, I picked up, but on during that. the Zindi War, and then the subsequent." Um, you know, war with the Romulans. Well, it became a starship after the Federation was wasn't founded. Also, I mean, the NX was an experimental craft. Yeah. So it didn't really have to jive. With yeah, all the exactly. Other. Didn't didn't have to come numerically in order. Yeah. And they said that probably since the NX01 was the very first warp five ship, they restarted the numbering sequence. All right. So it it literally 
So take that, nerd. Critically, sit down. Yeah, That's so what they say, said, right? Sit down, sit down. nerd. <laughs> sit, down. <laughs> sit down, nerd. Critically sit down, nerd. <laughs> analyzed it and come up with the fact that it does follow with the timeline up to when the uh, when Nero's ship comes through and alters everything. Okay. So. But, I like uh, the Makos yeah. Enterprise. Lot of, the Makos. lot of fan service in this. Yep. Um, yeah. And God damn it, when Spock is going through Ambassador Spock stuff mm. and he flips open that picture, yeah. it hit yeah. me like a ton of bricks, man. I just I started welling up. I looked over. Everybody I know just started a, welling it's up. It's just a freaking picture. Well, it's a different. <laughs> but, it's different when you're surrounded by three thousand diehard Star Trek fans uh, in yeah. the middle of the of, the, of a yeah, fucking yeah. open yeah. sky, and you know. Yes, yeah, right. Go you to the Rio uh, this weekend, Matt. You'll understand. Yeah, yeah, you'll feel it again. Well, I mean, there were. I definitely welled up during moments because it's just. I, every time I watch those movies, I feel like I'm back in the experience. And yeah, I spent, yeah. I spent so long trudging around there like a goofy space monkey. It's just like. It's a big chunk of my life. It becomes a part of you. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And it's really fun to see that. And it's and it's wonderful when like like we said, I think I think uh Simon Pegg did a great job of truly showing some hardcore respect. Yep. There's a lot there's a lot of respect. Like for, for all the nitpicking shit, sure. It's it's a very trek respectful film. You know, it's funny. I remember the misstep when he was talking about he was brought on to make it more Star Trek-y. And then he said stuff that people were like, oh, my God, what he's going to do. Right. But I see what he was talking about now. Because you can, all the stuff that you're talking about, the respect, you can see that that's what Peg was doing, mm-hmm. was supposed to be doing. Despite the fact that what he quit how many times, Torgo? Huh? Three times, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Wow, man! There was he some dropped off the nice project three times. It's yeah. hard to quit as well, a writer when you're on. acting in it. There yeah. was some nice, subtle, funny stuff in there, though. The, uh, the uh, you you gave your girlfriend a radioactive necklace. So you gave good. your girlfriend oh, a, a tracking device. device. <laughs> yeah, so good. It's not my and, and the way that's and, straight out and of Fifty Quint- Shades. And Quentin, uh, uh, Quinto, pausing and Quint- then going. <laughs> eh, that was wasn't the intention. What wasn't I intended? Yep. Yeah, this is part of those moments that make it truly Star Trek. And the uh, the attempted hug, that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. There was another thing that was brought up on uh, one of the late night shows. I think it was the one with Seth Meyers. Um, is it the Late Late Show, I think? Uh, no, Seth Meyers does the Late Show. The Late Show. Okay. <laughs> it's not the Late 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 Show? The Late, I, the late, no, late Show has the, so the British them, guy yeah. who does the singing in oh, cars. Oh, yeah, oh that's yeah. right, right, right. So he brought up the fact that his character, late, late shows in the that morning. Simon Pegg's character on Space has a throwaway line about how all odd-numbered Star Trek films are shit. Uh, yeah. No, oh, that's great. And he goes, and you wrote a odd-numbered Star Trek film that is pretty great. And he goes, he's like, yeah, I knew that line was going to come back to haunt me. Did they, I didn't know it was going to come back to haunt me in this way. They, do they, they, know, they know, right, that the, the, the numbering has changed since the new ones. It's the, it's the other way. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so get no, ready for okay. the next one, folks. Yeah, the next one's going to be a stinker. Brace yourself. Woo! <laughs> Better not. Aren't they doing like Klingons next? The war with the Klingons is God soon, right? It. it has to be. Who knows? Yeah, that's uh, it. It has to be. A war with the Klingons. Thank God. That was in the original series. Yes. Yeah, that's what this antagonist Man. wanted. What? The original se- Ooh. Oh, he, he loved those When Klingon was there a wars? war with the Klingons in the original series? Organian uh, Peace Organian Treaty. Peace Treaty that stopped the war? Hello? They weren't in a... When did we ever see combat, though? We saw them talking shit to each other in diplomatic terms. Once in a while, and they would talk about, about like, oh, back in the war, a, a ship fucking... got blown up somewhere. Yeah, it was always alluded to. Yeah, Kimmer, but Kimmer they, were, they were, yeah, they were pretty chummy by the time. I don't know. 
It just well, the Organians seemed... forced them into yes. peace they were because on the verge of they war. were they were That's what no. I mean, yeah, they was... were on the verge of all right, out. Right. Their Cold War was about to become a hot war. Okay, thank you, but it was a Cold War. Yeah, there was not a straight up war with the Klingons. Not that I saw with the Federation. Right, Federation right. did not go saying. head to head that, with that the Klingons. That all happened before they started filming things. I mean, that's what I mean. But yeah. I know my Klingon shit. <laughs> they did not go to straight up fucking war. But it was talked about in the original it, theory. It, it, oh, it was fa- talked about, fact, but it never happened. I mean, but it's a younger it, Kirk right now, right? So it should be coming up to fighting the friggin'. Um, isn't that what that quote unquote fan film Axnar is about? Is that what it is? That yeah that that was prior to Kirk though. That, yeah, they had the, right. So there so, was a war with the Klingons and an ex- annexation of planets. So if you want that, you have to watch the Anak maybe early, one day Axnar film okay. early Federation. In the what was the thing in, where Worf ended up? Uh, wasn't that part of a Federation war, or was that something else? No, it's Dominion War. Dominion was Dominion War. Where war? No, where Worf ended up orphaned. Orphaned? Oh, orphaned. Uh, <laughs> that was. Why was the Romulans, Romulans and the Klingons? The Romulans and Klingons oh, had, Romulans and Klingons. had a, were orphaned. supposed to be orphaned. <laughs> orphaned. I was a orphan. <laughs> little little orphan Annie. I was. <laughs> well, he had the wig. Oh, someone will come up. I was left all alone. Orphaned at a young wage. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, that was... Uh, the Klingons and the Romulans were supposed to be allies, and then the Romulans betrayed them and destroyed well, uh, Kittimer. And, House Duras yeah. sided with the Romulans. Yes. Dropped the shields at the Kittimer base. Yes. Blank, pin, pinned it on House Moog. Banished Worf and Kern. Kern, Kern, Kern you talk about Kern. getting a short end. Kern didn't yeah. even get to acknowledge he was House Moog. Anyone out there that then when he did, he had to turn around and anyone that out there that has ever questioned our deep geekery, <laughs> point him to this episode <laughs> and well, see it on display. This is personal for Voha. What was <laughs> what was what happened to Worf? Uh, his his nanny saved him. Yes. Her name was Kaylest. Kept kept him from being a orphan. Right. The Rojinkos. A war orphan? A warphan? The Rojinkos then adopted war him. Orphan. Yes. Because he was like the last he and Kaylest were like the only survivors. Isn't Kaylest a god? Kaylest. Okay. Oh, she was Lest. named after him. Don't fuck it up, Andy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kaylest, named after Kaylest. Hi, I'm Andy. Let me just stumble into this room. And by the by, no. <laughs> Kaylest is not a god. Kaylas was the greatest Klingon warrior ever to live who killed the gods. Yes. He and Molar... They were more trouble than they were worse. He and Molar this killed all the gods and then fought to the death the themselves. Exactly. He killed Molar. What was the story with the Batleth? Is they, he put his hair in the lava. He took a lock of his hair and, in the and lava. dipped it into the burning river of Lursol. Wow. <laughs> and he shaped the Batleth, the first armor yeah. blade, and he used it to kill Molar... And unite our people as the sword as of Kalis. I told that story so many times. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> God damn it! You'll be telling that story for the rest of your life. I will life. be. I will be. Okay. Here's another one. What about the Abino and Kang and Kolar and those guys? Deep Space Nine. What about them? It's a good story. Yeah, it is a good story. <laughs> it's another Klingon story. Well, that's also slight, loosely attached to the whole because they thought that those were that Worf and Kalis were the only survivors of Kittimer. But it turned out there was a little, little pack that the Romulans abducted and took to that secret base. Yeah. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. And then Worf went in there and he was like, 
what is happening? Why are you not warriors? And the guy was like, this is my lullaby. It is not a lullaby. It is a war song. It is to be sung when you are on the hunt. To some of our listeners, this is all secret language. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that the uh, the Bogdok Tumu? I think <laughs> that he was like, no, it's the Bodhisattva. At last, the language Andy can speak. Soja Duro. Song of the Hunt. Yaja Keo. Yaja Keo. Yaja Keo. Okay. Klingonese for pint and pitcher. So, in case this wasn't uh, in house baseball enough, what was the story with Voha's father in land or something? All right. So, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Voha, my character, I, I. my character's name was Voha, yes, which means distrust. He's of the house of Vong. My father was Vong, which means hypnotize. He was a diplomat. My mother's name was Vana, which means flower. She was a great beauty. Vong was a 23rd century Klingon. Smooth forehead. <laughs> original series. Trip. Original series uh, Klingon. And the whole thing we was... We don't talk about it. The whole joke was <laughs> that Vong... <laughs> The dream was he would someday meet Voha through some kind of time parallel. And <laughs> oh, my son. Like, hey, oh, my son, it is good to see you. <laughs> oh, father, it has been many years and things have changed between the Federation and the, the Empire. We are we are an unsteady peace. <laughs> Peshaw, let us, let us venture out beyond the neutral zone. I have just purchased a large swath of land on the moon of Praxis. Oh, oh no. <laughs> like all these terrible things that were going to happen that Voha knew it was going to go down and, and Vong would just be like, just, He's just, like, let us go to Kling. Yeah. Come, let us go. We will sing songs in Klingani. <laughs> we, we call it we call it Klingon now. We call it language us now. It's different. And then uh, Terms uh, are different. Kronos is Klingon is no longer Cling, uh, it's Chronos. Right. <laughs> I remember the whole that world line. is known as Chronos, not Cling. <laughs> what do you mean? What, I, what, just, they changed it. What Father, happened to Praxis? Praxis exploded. Oh, well, that'd now, be a bad place to have landed. It was like, That's I, the I, joke. Because <laughs> <laughs> you see, Andy, it blows up. Wait, wait, wait. Undiscovered what, what's the country, my friend. Rasta Banana are, sound you, like? are you giving me shit <laughs> for not knowing that Praxis blew up? Undiscovered yeah. country. You seriously Come on. don't know that Praxis blew up? I'd forgotten that particular piece. That's, yeah. that's one of the good Star Trek movies. Yes. Okay. That was the central plot of Star Trek Six. All right. The best Star Trek. The Klingon Empire has 20 years left. Tom's. Let him die. Let them die. Let them die. Yeah. So It's so good. Don't wait for the translation. Answer no. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. Damn it, man. I was trying to save him. I had no association with his physiology. He went into some kind of damn duress. <laughs> Don't answer, Jim. They're setting us up. Here's another fucking thing I had to deal with. In that movie, they made the blood purple. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. To avoid an R rating. That's what that was. Yep. So people would always ask me if my blood was purple. And I would say, human, look to your arm. Do you see the veins within? What color are they? Blue. Blue. So your blood is blue then? <laughs> no? Oh, could it be that when blood is discharged into a different kind of atmosphere, the reaction it has with that atmosphere changes the tint? 
Such was the case on the ship when it was boarded. Emergency <laughs> valves were being sentenced, and the, the atmosphere on, on board was breached. It wasn't a pure, oxygen-rich, normal atmosphere. Hence, the coloration of the blood becoming a more purplish hue. Beautiful. We naturally bleed red as you do, human. If we dispense it in an oxygen-rich atmosphere... Yeah, a pain to... for you. Yeah. Wow. Suck on Oinok. I remember the, the whole thing with ILM. They did that whole sequence, and they did it originally with the red, and they said they were just so pleased with how everything looked, and then they had to come back because the, they said the rating board was going to make it mm-hmm. R, and they're like, so we have to change the color. So they had to go back through and re-render that whole sequence mm, wow. in another that color. Stronger! <laughs> Stronger! <laughs> was was that movie PG or PG thirteen? It was PG. PG. Really? Not PG thirteen. I'm PG-13. pretty sure it was PG. God, I love that We're movie. about to find out. What, was, movie. It's the best. How, I say, how would that scene with that being red blood make it R? Dude, this is this is when people are stupid. That's the ratings board, man. They they, they do insane. such weird things. Blood I, nowadays it wouldn't matter a lick, but if you tried to show some titties. Look oh out. shit! Oh, yeah. Or oh, trying to drop yeah. an F bomb. Oh, yeah. I think PG thirteen, you get one F bomb. Is it. it now? Yep, yeah, it was officially man. PG. Okay, mm. that's fine. So you know, it might but even have been. Nip it, slip, was oh, it before PG thirteen? What was? Was it? Re- no, was, uh, PG thirteen was, was already out. It was ninety one. Was PG thirteen right? right? That, yeah. no, that's, that's why there was PG thirteen. Yes. Temple of Dune was the first one. Yes, was it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because of Gremlins. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, listening to you talk about justifications, Paul, it's like I I was so lucky as an Andorian. All I had to deal with was black people calling me blue skin. Nice. <laughs> and then <laughs> smiling at me, waiting for me to say something and call them pink skin. And it's like, well, oh, well you're not a pink skin. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's funny because they would always say it to my back. Right. So I'd turn around going, what are you trying to do? Pit? Oh. And then they'd laugh. <laughs> um, spoiled pink skin. I mean, uh, real. <laughs> Let me go through my Crayola crayons and figure out what color you are. Real quick, real quick. While we're talking old Trek stuff, I've talked about this before. How when you're in the costume, people talk shit to you based on their own shortcomings, right. or or things that they have been talked shit to about, like. If they wore glasses, the kids would call you four eyes. Right. If they had braces, they'd call you metal mouth and shit like that. I thought it was really fascinating. There was an article on Trump about the exact same thing. How if you look through his tweets, he basically calls out the things that he's worried about in and of his own person. A lot, of, a lot of right. tiny hands, orange skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but it's really, it's really just kind of fascinating. But I mean, this guy's like exposing this as some kind of revelatory thing and i'm like son i've known that since i was walking around at king's island mm-hmm. <laughs> people talk, people are stupid they talk shit about things that they get hurt on so what i trying to say is uh trump is a klingon that's uh, uh no <laughs> ferengi maybe yeah. now ferengi wouldn't he accept him no he's doing, oh, a, no, fer- a no. ferengi klingon wannabe yeah he's like a ferengi who no. cosplays as a klingon Frankie would kick him out for being shitty at business. Well, yeah. Have there, have there been any half-breed Ferengi Klingons? Um, it got close with that House of Quark episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how all the species can interbreed. It's mm-hmm. like, you know. Tiger, I like it, too. Tiger fucks a horse, and you get the, the, the Thors. It's just <laughs> yeah. it's like, wow. Everybody can breed with everybody. That's amazing. The yeah. Thorth is with you. Well, would it be a clingy? 
<laughs> a Ferengnon? <laughs> ugly. That's what it would be. It would be yeah. ugly as fuck. Yeah. God damn, it'd be fuck. It'd have, it'd have giant ridges and giant ears. Lobes, lobes, lobes and ridges. It'd be like lobes and ridges. <laughs> <laughs> it should be portrayed by Jeff Bridges. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, goodness. Anything else you want to talk about Trek-wise? Uh, alien chick, any thoughts, feelings? Good. Nothing. Here? I thought yeah. she was the best part of that film as far as like the aliens are concerned. I am she eager really... to see the TV series that takes place in Starfleet Academy with her. That would be cool. Maybe she'll be in there. Yeah. Maybe she'll guest. Are they really doing that series? No. They're not. No. But no. maybe one day. It would well, be doing... nice. Nope. It's, it's an Abrams verse uh, series, though, right? The no. New series? Uh, I no. thought they said Discovery is... Uh, Discovery. Original? <laughs> Discovery is in the Prime Universe. What? In fact, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, where, place, where it takes place before Enterprise. Well, right? that's that seems to be a point of contention right now, and because yeah, the numbering uh, of the ship. Apparently, <laughs> I, I I overheard some people talking today uh, uh, those that uh, Brian Fuller is not at this con because apparently. If you ask him any questions about the new series, he'll answer them because he's so excited about this new series. <laughs> yeah. so, so so CBS is kind of like blacklisting. No, no, they haven't blacklisted. They're just limiting his closet. appearances yeah. right now They're because because they said that the whole plot of the f- the first season is going to be completely revealed if he keeps doing wow. interviews. Put the shot caller on him. So. <laughs> But I, I get it. I mean, if you're on doing something that you're that excited and passionate about, you want to talk about it. Sure. I, I know I would. I would love to. But, uh, you know, I, I also get from the business standpoint where they're like, stop giving it away. Nobody's going to want to watch it <laughs> if you tell them everything. Which is wrong because they'll still watch yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. The, the problem is getting them over that 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 hump of having to pay the, mm. the yes. download fee. CBS well, bullshit. Here's here's what Pirate somebody days. told me recently that I I totally agree with. In fact, I think it might have even been uh, Darren, our uh, friend from Trekcast. Uh, he says, "Look, while they're premiering it during the season, they're doing one episode a week for the eleven weeks or whatever it is. But after that eleven week, all the episodes are online. So you pay your one month access because there's yeah. no there's no minimum. You watch all eleven episodes." So for whatever it is, the six bucks for that month, you get to see all eleven episodes, and then you're not required to keep. And it's the possible they might give you that that first week's free kind of thing, right? So, so I mean, shoot, wasn't Hulu <laughs> giving away like a month free for a while there too? They still so, do that. So yeah, you could probably get that month free, and then after yeah. that, the following seasons. We'll see if that happens. Now, That's, what I, I did Stars find online might do that. What I did find fascinating for- at Comic Con, Fuller talked about. It being an anthology series, so each episode is like a chapter of a story, Yay. and then potentially with a following season, you would have like like with American Horror Story, you might have another story like on another ship or something. I'd be all right with that. So mm-hmm. that would be. Yeah. I, I actually thought that was an amazing idea. So he said, "There's still things we're working out," but I was sitting there going, "I'm like, still, that's pretty that. awesome." I love this See, American Horror Story, American Crime Story yeah, well, format, and and. The that all of a sudden makes the whole uh, online streaming pay format justifiable 
because that it be a really tough thing to pull off on broadcast or something like that and be successful. Well, yeah, because I mean they've had to do it what on FX for American Horror Story, mm-hmm. and it's really popular on there. But yeah. but they just launched their new teaser trailer for the new season. Yeah, but I'm thinking of like all of the the story arcs and everything they do on a cable. Right. I mean HBOs and all of that where it's it's they have a freer hand in what they want to do creatively so that actually almost almost uh, uh, uh is encouraging yeah so know. it remains to be seen if they do it that way but if they do god damn i'm on board because that'd be cool good because if you're on board then i can just Right, Mo- go off of you. Yeah, there, you go. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all come it, over. It kind of it kind of went without <laughs> seeing. Yeah, it's like I'll pay for the subscription. We'll all watch it before we. I want to see those minor stories again. I want to see the little stories in between. Oh, the you big, mean like the, the like arcs. the lower decks and that yeah. I want to see the little stories between the big arcs. Sure, and and I was thinking about this with the the Star Trek movie today because it's a smaller story than it's been. But it's still kind of a larger story. You know, there's there's big destruction, big action. Mm-hmm. There there's a gigantic space station at peril. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking about how people argued that they didn't like insurrection because it was just another episode. But that came out when there were regular episodes of Star Trek available every week. Yeah. At the time, mm-hmm. we don't have that now, and we're kind of thirsting mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. that. So to release Absolutely. a movie on a smaller scale in a Star Trek universe, I think would go over better than say Insurrection did in its time. Mm-hmm. Just because we miss you, Trek. And there's nothing it, really. There's nothing wrong with Insurrection. It's not a bad story. It's it's. I think people were just expecting that quote unquote epic. You know big film and it just wasn't you know and it kind of it's kind of the same thing with generations generations wasn't an epic quote-unquote yeah. movie story of course if are you, you sure that nexus was just going to destroy the federation if you if you name something insurrection and then make it a small story you're kind of missing there is something the there point. Yeah. you're stumbling no, on something the nexus wasn't going to destroy the federation because after he'd altered its trajectory to that planet it was just going to continue tug. on. You so, totally missed it. You're right, so the only reason that Picard <laughs> went back to stop Zorn is, my fault right is to have him stop that destroying that one planet that was that had what three or four million people on it. Sure. Three or four million. You're right. I'm just story. trying to remember the exact number. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not minimizing story. the impact. I just the- want them in the new movies to stop fucking destroying the Enterprise every <laughs> goddamn yeah. movie. Although that was one thing I thought about when I was watching this one is that they really had to work out the blueprints for this one because you saw every goddamn bolt in the ship as it fell apart. All right, I, I do and as it went together. This yes. is a question I did have at the end, and, and you will definitely know better than I. When the new Enterprise is constructed at the end of the movie, yeah. yes, is it different at all? Yes, and I I didn't see any difference. The nacelles were a little longer uh, or a little yeah. wider, rather. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, the Earth, oh, the connector, the, the nacelles on that one. Whoa. The neck, the neck <laughs> connector between the primary and the secondary well, hull was uh, was longer, <laughs> as opposed to like it's always been kind of a narrow shaft. Connecting. Oh, it's a yeah, wide yeah. shaft now, oh, so you get that little extra. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the girth. <laughs> yes, exactly. This, this is a much girthier girth. ship. I so always wondered. It's longer oops. and has more girth more this time. Yes. I always wondered about that design-wise on the on the Enterprise, the uh, long, skinny, easy to break off parts of it. Well, it's because it's a ship designed to operate in space. It's not. 
there's there's no resistance and shields right but those 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 long skinny parts seem really vulnerable to being well, if you have no shields oh you mean absolutely. like in when it gets when they get sheared off yeah have you looked at the international the space station it's, just, it's like, <laughs> there's no design i'm sure it. they'll redesign it when we start having klingons attacking it it's like, <laughs> it doesn't have to be like this sleek fighter jet like fucking yeah whatever <laughs> I'm just talking about parts being shot off as it happened in this movie. Well, I mean, just, there's not a whole lot you can do with how they've established the technology in that universe. Right. Probably I mean, all be designed you can like do. the Defiant. Everything is possible through music. Mm, right. Defiant is a good ship design. <laughs> right. That, yeah, I mean, I mentioned that before. Clever use of, I mean, it was gratuitous, and I kind of think that the whole Kirk's affection for that period of music is kind of silly. But I have to say that was actually a pretty funny, amusing way of using it this time. Well, around. yeah, it co- totally tied back into the first film because mm-hmm. that's and the same it, song. It was the was best music to. video for Sabotage since the original music video. <laughs> for Sabotage. They're already at it. This is who's uh, at it? What li- are you talking this about? This is live feed from Roddenberry. Oh, they're at the. They're showing me video of the con floor. We're not talking about video that you're showing on an audio yes. show. Mm-hmm. So you know that's what I do. I know. I did it today. But I don't want show. to describe what you're showing. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, the, the red letter media guys in half in the bag were talking about like the the whole scene with the swarm ships and and sabotage. He's like, if you had submitted that idea to me like written out on paper, I would have thought it was the dumbest thing ever. And I would have said, this is going to be stupid. Don't ever do this. He said, but then I'm sitting there watching it on the screen and going, it actually kind of works. Yeah. It and, may, it, it, and let's it, face it. That's the best use of the whoa moment yeah. of that, that song ever done. I didn't realize it was Sabotage too, which is funny because of the, um, the Shatner uh, outtake. I don't say Sabotage. You say Sabotage. Oh. <laughs> sabotage. 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 Yeah. Now we got a little time for some news. You want to get into that? What? Sure. Yeah, Why not? Let's Go get ahead. a few things in there. I'm going to stab you first. News you don't give a shit about. Stab me in the ass. What the fuck? The Transportation Security Administration. That's the TSA. The most uh, of us. Yes. Uh, running into problems with passengers trying to bring real-life batarangs on airplanes in their carry-on. <laughs> Jeez. In a statement, the TSA noted ba- batarangs are becoming quote, more and more common among passengers, unquote. And they're still dangerous and can't be carried on. This is a quote from TSA. Batarangs can be placed in your checked baggage along with your grapple gun, bat saw, collapsible bat sword, and other utility belt items, unquote. That's fun. Yeah, a lot of the... the uh, that may be the best thing the TSA has done in years. <laughs> Holy shit. A lot of the truck people coming to the con that are cosplayers had to do that. They had to check all of their... Their phasers and, and <laughs> tricorders and so forth into their checked luggage because you're allowed to take those things on your carry-on. And I'm sure this is happening because of post-Comic-Con where everyone bought sure. batarangs yeah, yeah. and weren't smart enough to put them in there. Yeah. Or they didn't have carry-on. They only, only had carry-on, yeah. not checked on. Yeah, so yeah. that's a lot, a lot of people a lot do of that people now travel. since you have to pay for that yep. baggage bullshit. Yep. Oh, you got to pay for carry-on now, too, yep. on most airlines. Yep. I think Southwest the only one that you don't have to pay to, to have a carry-on bag now. Assholes. Mm. Although Southwest also doesn't charge for the first two checked bags too. But I've just I've never this checked show brought bags. you by Southwest. I've never checked <laughs> bags. Just part of it's the way I grew up. You know, flying standby a lot. You know, you got to get right off the plane. So if your bag is checked in, you might not get it for a few days. Why did you grow up flying standby? 
My dad so. worked for the airline, oh, okay. so when right. you fly non-rev or non-revenue, you you fly free. You fly for free. If you get on, yep. if if the plane is is open. Right. In fact, uh, one of my favorite moments was I was on the plane. I was sat. Uh, they had closed the door, <laughs> and then they called my name, and not, they not reopened the door. Once, once the door's closed, and they pulled me off the plane because some captain wanted to get home a couple hours early to you know. <laughs> Jeff, so Jeff, yeah. get off the fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I had to catch like the next morning, which was kind of shitty. But you yeah, know, what are you gonna do? Park. News you don't give a shit about. Disney is reimagining Splash, the nineteen eighty four sleeper hit film that launched the stars of Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah. I heard about really, uh, but they're yeah. doing a little switcheroo. It's being developed for Ch- uh, Channing Tatum to take the role that Hannah played, yeah, and Julian Bell in the uh, role that Hanks played. Yeah, they uh, this whole gender swapping thing with a lot of the the reboots is just. Well, That's if the only idea sometimes they have. That's the only idea listen, they have now. If you're going to reboot of all things Splash, you got to do something. Yeah. So I, mean, I, just, I, I get I. If you have to do this movie, Disney, sh- that's I guess the way you have to do it. I like Channing Tatum. Uh, he's he's there dem- you go. he's demonstrated himself fine. I yep. like him now. But at the same time, like oh, this, uh, splash, uh, all these things are just unnecessary. Hopefully, they'll figure that out. But whatever. I just don't remember Splash being that. It wasn't. Yeah, that it, big it of did. a splash. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you see what it did, there, man? It, it didn't do well. Boy, but- I'm all over this episode, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I tell ya. Oh, but it was a cult film because it was on TV all the goddamn time. Yeah, that's all. You know, you keep. It's not up. that. It's not that good. No, it's got two good moments when she screams. And when he fucks her. <laughs> <laughs> so f- first and then screams? Yeah, he's all like, my dick smells like fish. Your deck? My dick. <clears throat> How's yeah. that different from any other time? Dun, 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 Boom. Yeah, you keep doing rock. You keep doing. Shots fired. There we go. News you don't give a shit about uh-huh. Jedi are causing problems in Australia. I want to know what this is about. How is this causing problems? What's the problem? I saw this. I don't understand what the problem is. There we go. This is in the nation's census. A staggeringly high number of Star Wars fans have been putting Jedi down as their religion. A number that has climbed to sixty-five thousand four hundred eighty-six Australian citizens in two thousand eleven. That's more than the Seventh-day Adventist, Salvation Army, and Orthodox churches in the country. Well, it's apparently skewing religious statistics. Oh, boo No, no, no. Yeah, Ma- making it seem like there are more religious people than actually reside in the country. <laughs> so with the 2016 census looming, atheist groups are making a push to inform residents not to joke in the religious question and check the no-religion boxes Wait, applicable. Atheists are yes. saying don't joke about religion? <laughs> I'm not saying don't joke about it. It's saying it's given more credence that there are more religious people oh. because that they consider Jedi a religion oh, I country-wise. See. I see. In my article about the uh, pagan ice cream social, I pissed off the Unitarian pagans because I joked about the flying spaghetti monster. Bah. What the hell kind of Unitarians don't like jokes about the flying spaghetti monster? Good fucking point. Any, it's all a joke. Yes, it's thank you. all a thank joke. You. 
The president of the Atheist Foundation of Australia, that's Kylie Sturgis, uh, told the Brisbane Times that the Jedi joke can misrepresent the number of religious people in the country, possibly skewing everything from perception to potential spending. So that's the reason why. Okay. News you don't give a shit about. Well, I think Geek Shock can endorse Chekhov Jedi. I, I, I say... Check off Jedi. Uh, I'm going to vote Ted Cruz and say vote your conscience. Roshan is lynching. <laughs> Check off Jedi. News you don't give a shit about. Didn't he die? Jedi's don't die. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, okay. they just multiply. And, Anton oh, is a blue ghost now. There you go. <laughs> On uh, Endor. NBC's <laughs> research guru Alan Wurzel <laughs> presented a dizzying array of new research data. Two reporters at the Television Critics Association press tour in Beverly Hills on Tuesday. And he's quantifiably figured out something that you probably could have told him years ago. It oh, seems. Yeah. yeah, I remember this. That people don't want to check out new episodes of ongoing TV shows if they haven't seen them before. Unless the show's previous episodes are also easily available to be watched first. God damn it, that fucking sentence. Quote, I, had told, I had talked about this in an earlier episode. Yes, you did. Quote, over half the sample says, if I can't see stuff before I see the new episodes, I'm not going to watch it. Or so told reporters, Duh. it's a big deal. I think that everybody in the business has to take heed that 54% because it's a huge issue. Unquote. The huge. research says... 75% of viewers surveyed say they'd watch more primetime broadcast TV if networks made it easier to catch up on the current season by making all the past episodes available online or on demand. This is in 1993. You don't expect people to jump in the middle of a goddamn season. Quote, this is what people want, Wurzel says of the new data, and we have to figure out a way to get it to them. No shit, fuckface. Thank you. Great, more this, streaming services. This is what NBC needed to learn this. They had to pay this guy to do <laughs> polling research to find this out for them. God yeah, and damn it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because there's still, like, the three major networks are still, well, four, are still not quite on board with how to properly implement the on-demand stuff. Because, like, sometimes they'll put All out... All I know is MST3K is going to Netflix... Global domination follows. Mm -hmm. All those other fucking things are going to get their ducks in a row. They're not going to be as successful as Netflix. That in and of itself, the fact that they were able to snag the property, they got the biggest Kickstarter in history, shows you what a coup and what a self-started, by the people, for the people kind of thing Netflix is going to keep being. And these other little upstart bullshits are going to fucking fade fast. Well, my coffee mug is supposed to be on the way. Do you, you remember yeah. your point now? Yeah, I remember my point. My point was like <laughs> there have been times where for one reason or another I've recorded an episode and either that episode, the, pro the program before ran long or the it didn't start on time. So I have a program on my DVR that I want to watch and... I can't watch it because it's not the full episode. So I'm like, no worries. I'll just go on demand and watch that episode. And many times they're supposed to be available within 24 hours of their original air date. Many times they're not in there until like a week or two later. 
or if you Hello, have like Pirate a couple, Bay. All right. or if you have a couple episodes <laughs> uh, recorded that maybe something happens to your DVR, and you're like, well, you know what? I can just go back and watch the episodes from the beginning. Sometimes they only have two or three episodes of that whole season in there. So yeah, if this research is absolutely right, and it's it's another one of those yeah, duh moments. Duh. No, I'm saying it's a it's a duh moment. If you had all the episodes from episode one of the season to the finale. Available. I would watch the story if I could catch up on the story. Yeah. It only makes sense. Part of it uh, is is the change in TV writing because, right. yes, because they're going from episode to episode. Because, you know, you look back in the day yeah. and episodes were entirely self-contained for this very reason. Right. It didn't matter which episode of Mannix you watched. So, and it also speaks to... Miami. Brian Fuller's comment about how they're doing Star Trek because mm-hmm. it's like it's interesting that he bothers to state this but he's obviously saying we're not following the format that the the big the big 4 you know I roll like Jeff did or even the previous Trek television for the right, most part right. didn't do. we're not following that format so no you don't give a shit about okay Russians have banned Pokemon Go in their country Hilarious. <laughs> the Russian government believes that the popular app is nothing more than a CIA tool to gain government secrets and use them to destabilize the great nation of Russia. Clever. Retired General Alexander Mikhailov has the tells the inherent risk the Russian population runs in having this app. Quote, imagine that the little beast in question doesn't appear in some park but a secret site where a conscript or other soldier takes and photographs it with his camera. It's recruitment by one's own personal desire and without any coercion. This is the ideal way for secret services to gather information, unquote. Uh, Denis Voronenkov, a leader of the Russia's Communist Party, Parliament's second largest group, fears players, quote, with this game... Installed on it could be comes unsuspecting accomplices in terrorist acts. Uh, Vorenkov also thinks the CIA created the app for un- uninterrupted spying activities in the country. Niantic probably wishes that right now. Russia has made their own competitive app that allows users to catch historical figures in Russian history, but only in Moscow. Got to catch them all. Yeah. And what's funny is that, that thing has been the the center of conspiracies. Oh, it's, 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 it, it's beautiful. I, I think my favorite one, I can't remember the name because there's so many crazy Christian right-wing radio people, uh, but the one that is talking about how, hey, do you notice that all the Pokemon are showing up in churches? And so what if this app is being used by terrorists to find where Christians are? <laughs> I can tell you where the Christians are on Sunday. Yeah. Every one of them. It's, you don't need a poke and go app no, to tell you guy, that. Guy, people are so fucking stupid. Well, because he doesn't know what this game used to be. Yeah, no, they, they don't know. They don't know they what don't this know game even is. It. They don't know any of it. No, yeah, they don't. Just, uh, much less the history. They don't know what it really, is now. No, mm-hmm. and it, people are just scared and stupid. It's Anybody true. that gets that's the thing. I man. don't want change. It it's frightens me. Scared. Fear and ignorance rule the day mm-hmm. of late. Not that the, it's that, not that it's that not Russian ever general. been so. It's always been so, but. It's that that crazy bubble of 
bringing up conspiracy and stoking conspiracy and everything so nothing the media says can be trusted, nothing anybody says can be trusted except for the people you believe in. Right. Yeah, the, the it's, people it's, that you're you're listening to in their little bubble. It's one of the crazy things uh, in the information age is like the inform the, the true factual information is out there, but equally as much the nutty people who ignore facts have just as much of a voice as the people who disseminate the true facts. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I got to uh, I could have probably worded that better, but nah, that's no, the idea gotcha. is there. I just I've been hearing a bunch of people talking about the uh, the uh, media and and you can't trust anything the media says and uh, the media only says the news they want to say and they, they want you to know. You're part it's of the like, problem, Andy, all right? That's <laughs> exactly. I am I am the media and it's like what do you think is the advantage to this? I don't I, I don't even know. <laughs> because just, because they they don't you think you're it. an actual independent uh uh, you're being told what to write. You're by being somebody told else. by your Clinton masters what to put oh, yeah. out there, which is no. why they need Fox News being told by their Republican. If that was the case, I'd be paid better. I don't think the RJ is owned by the Clinton. No. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing, though. I mean, that's the whole narrative. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Believe me, I know what you mean. I spend all night watching conspiracy videos. It's so dumb. Oh, do. yeah. I saw some real dumb shit today. No, stop right there. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop, stop. Quiet, quiet, quiet. You know the guy who, who jumped with no parachute? Yeah. That was insane. Yeah, well, there's a guy out there talking about how it was a satanic ritual. What? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Pretty, uh, pretty amazing. By the way, Paul, have you seen how your satanic action rituals? Bronson thing has exploded on the shock monkey? Dude, it's not me. It's the Action Alchemist. Bronson. That the guy. I, I, I'm going to set you off straight on, was lit. on the blow up of Action Bronson. All right. Um, it is and not a secret that one of my jobs is at Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. And at the Hard Rock, we are able to choose the music videos that play if you haven't <laughs> controlled the system. Sure. In our goddamn system, we now have an Action Bronson video. <gasps> are you that serious? Is, so that means it's an actual release. Oh, yeah. He's legit. He's, well, he's quote unquote legit. But yes, we have <laughs> a goddamn video there. How, how uh, is it? Uh, I haven't uh. played it on purpose. That's where you and I differ. He doesn't have... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. You know what? If you really want to know, YouTube is there for you, I, I build my life around, let's try this and see what the hell happens. <laughs> 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 and you wonder why you're at where you're at. <laughs> yeah, but it's been fun. I don't think Andy wonders. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Action Bronson. That's awesome. Um, and he's on Vice. He's got a TV show on Vice yes. now. He's got a lot God of stuff going on, man. Vice TV yeah. is he a, does a He does a food show. Is that his show on Vice? His show on Vice show? is a food show. What is it, Munchies? <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, what, it's, what are the best butter sticks to eat? He actually, <laughs> the episode that I watched, he Not actually butter? goes and hangs out with um, uh, Mario Batali. Seriously? Yeah. Really? The guy's got some connections, man. He's he's blowing up. Fool's got a dream. Got to drive. By all means, and a bong. <laughs> Make it happen. You shooting videos with the, with the, uh, the alchemist. What, what, what was that guy? Who he had? He just had the, the alchemist. Yes. No, no. Well, yeah, great. The alchemist, but he had. Um, uh, I want to say Drew, Drew the damager, but it's not that. It's uh, the creator. Um, what's the cr- his name? The creator. God? No, the, the rapper, Tyler the creator. Oh, okay. Was his guest. 
a pretty big name. Yeah. Yeah, sure. He's got, well, in hip-hop circles, he's got some clout. He's building. He's building Action something. Action Bronson, the he's unlikely hero. He's building something, dude. I, so you you got to respect. Button. You so. got to respect being out there putting up that game. Just make. You know I, what? I, you want to make. Actually. You want to do something? You fucking make it. What's there what we've go. been doing with our shit? You make. Action Bronson. Action Bronson is his name. Is his name. <laughs> he makes fucking great. Adventure is his game. Yep. He makes fucking content. He made Action Jack. He's making shit happen. You know, wow. I'm gonna get at least one piece of news in here that Thank, from Wicked Geek. Yay! You got much time, but goddamn, I'm gonna take it. Yes, go for a few. We got time. I don't got. I, you I got don't have promises of anything. You got shit. Last, to be last week's episode went up fucking late because of my calling. Man, I don't have shit to do tomorrow. There you go. So Todd, then clear. I tell you what. Why don't you my edit the show? First, no, <laughs> my first time in weeks. I haven't had to go do a class or anything. It's nice. No class. Did I say weekend geek? Right. Yes, yes, you did. Yes, yes, did. School on Wednesday. <laughs> no class. I couldn't even remember. School on Wednesday? What kind of school did you go to? <laughs> no Wednesday school? Kentucky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you like school on Wednesday. That's when we do the crawdad. You're fishing. fired. What? <laughs> crawdad, crawdad. Kentucky. Yep. Crawdad. What? Gotta get them. Gotta get them crick bugs. Kentucky crawdad. You can't go to school on Wednesday. No, you gotta get the. No, cr- the crick bugs is fr- is flopping. <laughs> I ain't gonna go. I ain't passing that up. <laughs> them crick bugs is high right now. Shit. I, I, like, I don't know about hanging you. out with Action Bronson. I don't know about you. I like deep. I like deep this weekend. Thank you very much. Give me some of them crick bugs. While you're at it, how about a little bit of corn? Stock's high enough. Crack that thing. <laughs> you know what? what are you waiting on? Christmas? Make it happen. I take it all back. What's your crick bug? Write to us. Comments. <laughs> oh. Oh. Com. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We, we reached that time, right? About 120, it gets loopy. Yeah. We made it beyond the news. Star Trek Beyond the News. Until next week, I am Master Torgo. Woohoo! 80s Jeff. Commander K. Back checked Andy. Maple Leaf Matt. And maybe there'll be news next week. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, Probably not. Probably not. Toy toy convention. We'll talk to you next Definitely. week at Geek, though. Yeah, be- so what was this? 348? 348? What episode? Are we? Yeah, 348. We're closing in. Mm-hmm. We're, we're closing on 349, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, 350. 350 is no joke. 350 is no joke. It's, That's it's, a lot of be, episodes. Be proud. For, for a special event, episode 350, we will do absolutely nothing to promote <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> We'll do nothing to promote it, and we'll nothing, do nothing special nothing. on it. <laughs> Maybe maybe the, maybe that's where the news will be. Well, it'll be <laughs> it'll be about we'll save this all time the news next for three fifty. <laughs> this time next year for uh, big four hundred. So we gotta ah, figure something well, out. For yeah, that. God, yeah. it'll be fucking balls. Hot. Let's do it naked. I'm, I'm in. Oh. Be hot enough. <laughs> wow, Andy, no hesitation quick. there. <laughs> uh, fortunately for us, by then Andy will have blown up and off to bigger and better things. And we'll have so. a vid show for make it perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't mumble as much. <laughs> what diction lessons is that? What you're? I don't know. <laughs> I got I got morbid curiosity to see the fucking crab circus dancing in his pubic area. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, no! Ebola sex stuff. Say, like Ringling Brothers, the stench, Barnum and Smegma, Barnacle and Smegma. I got it in angle. Now that would is that all automatons? No, those are real. 
Those are real. Those are real. When, when, the, when the promotion said the crab circus, I didn't realize they meant <laughs> it's just like a flea circus, yeah. but with crabs. Yeah. Andy's lap is full of crick bugs. They're a flopping. They're a flopping. With get, knives. Get at them. What? With knives. With knives? Yeah. Oh, that little, that little crab with a knife? <laughs> you seen that video? Oh, yeah. That's good. You put a sample of Andy's stuff under the microscope, and there they are with knives. <laughs> My brain kind of broke when you said Andy's stuff. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's what we do here in Geek Shock. Put images in your head. I need more otters. And ruin and cow. Bleach the inside of my skull. (laughs) 